the man, barefoot, fat, on the couch eating bonbons. <laughs> yeah, that kid's going to suck. You know who the father is? I rest my case. All right, technical difficulties aside, we're here. I hate you, Skype, but it's okay. We're powering through. It's a Chick Foley show. Money in the Bank recap edition. Live here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. I'm your host, one of your hosts, Phil Gentile, the hot take kid, the Dan Marley of Wrestling Figure Collecting, and I have the lovely, talented... Sheena Phelps, the queen of pod style on the line. What's up, Sheena? Oh my God, talented! Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm sitting over here sipping on the the new drink of the summer. I got some high noon, this watermelon edition. So yeah, it's pretty oh. pretty delish. Thanks for the recommendation, Phil. No problem. I'm drinking the same, and I got a couple in the mail to you. The new flavors, lime and uh, peach, head your way. Yeah, I'm excited about that that peach. I think that's Otis's favorite flavor too. Oh, pretty lady. What's up, Marco? What you doing, man? <laughs> uh, nothing much. Just uh, sipping on the other official drink. That's some uh, some Miller Lights over here. Okay. Just uh, yeah. And my uh, my Macho Man mug that I have. It's this giant ass mug. They can yeah. fit like three bears in it. So oh, that's nice. Sweet. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Don't have to get yeah, up. Yeah. The, the Miller the Miller Light is the year round beverage of Chick Foley. But you know these these high noons, we got to keep our summer bodies in check. You know what I mean? Oh we yeah. Gotta, Keep our keep our spritzes. I, I miss the whole the whole uh, whatever you call these things, the sparkling seltzers. boozes. Yeah, the seltzers. I I miss the whole <laughs> seltzer thing. Granted, I mean, I like usually when I'm out somewhere, like I would order you know a, a seltzer and tequila or something like that, right, with a little bit of lime. Um, but when they all became canned, I was like pregnant, and everybody was drinking all the you know the other ones that you know shall not be named. But um, yeah, Phil Phil's pimping these high noons, and he did not steer us in the in the wrong direction. For sure, uh, for sure, they are delicious, and it's going to be like eighty, it's supposed to be eighty nine tomorrow here, or no, seventy nine, seventy nine. So uh, still, yeah. the top. still, that's yeah, it's it's nice. The, the summer is on the way, folks. So we have at least, if we're going to keep being quarantined, at least we have some nice weather coming up soon. So we have a jam packed show here. We got to recap Money in the Bank, talk about all the things that happened on Raw, the news that dropped on Wednesday from uh, NXT, uh, the new uh, matches added to uh, Double or Nothing for AEW. We got some figure pre-orders and and some or, some figs that weren't able to be pre-ordered that we need to get to. But um, yeah, let, let's start from the top here, guys. Um, I want to let everyone know uh, you can uh, the best way to support our show to if you like what we do is to go to patreoncom show or just go to chickfoleyshow.com. Uh, if you go there, you can uh, sign up for our Patreon. It uh, starts at a dollar per month. Uh, with that, you get access to our Facebook group to buy, sell, and trade figures with us. Uh, instant access to all of our giveaways, unboxing videos, fig hunting videos. Um, myself, Marco, and Shane uh, have been writing articles. We each write about an article a week, so you get, you know... Uh, three dozen articles a month or so about wrestling and wrestling figures. Uh, a good group of people in there. Sheena, it's been pretty fun to uh, interact with everybody, and it's probably been the best part of what we do just because uh, people are supporting what we do, and you know we love interacting with them, especially during the uh, the quarantine times right now. Yeah, you get to be you get to be homies with me, Phil, and Marco. I mean, what's better than that? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, 
That's that's the best. That's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> and our good buddy Hastel Toy, if you follow him on Instagram, he has a store in uh, beautiful New Jersey, uh, which is shut down at the moment. I don't know if it's about to reopen, but we get to go into the store uh, exclusively on Saturday night at 7 p.m. He's doing a live video in our Facebook group. Uh, a live sales ski video where he's just going to sell uh, retros and Mattels and Hasbros and LJNs and all kinds of cool stuff exclusively for us. So we try to do a bunch of cool stuff for you guys. It's chickfoleyshow.com. Sign up. It starts at a dollar per month. Uh, $5 per month gets you all of our bonus episodes and uh, a bunch of good stuff. So uh, whatever you can do, we appreciate. We have three new Patreons this month. Our good buddy Dustin Sadek is uh, back on the wagon. You can find him at Qstown underscore collector, one of my favorite follows on Instagram. Uh, Ken Nutter is a new uh, Patreon subscriber. And Stutzy. So we have a bunch of uh, fun names. Stutzy, Nutter, and uh, Qstown collector. We, you know, Sadek. <laughs> Sadek. Man, I'm... I think I think if I butcher your name, you've made it on our, on our podcast, right? Yeah, it's it's it it's a, it's officially like a sign, like a term of endearment. You know, if, if he butchers your name, like it, it's a good sign. And our good brother. So if you have a name, you have a name like Jones, and you yeah, know, yeah, you, you're probably you're not fit. Yeah, you're yeah. screwed. So uh, let's get into uh, the the uh, pay per view from Sunday, Money in the Bank. Uh, get your thoughts overall, Sheena, before we get our results on our predictions. Uh, what did you think of Money in the Bank? Uh, okay. So I don't want to be harsh on it cause I, I enjoyed it. Let me just say the the positives. I enjoyed that. It was a short show. Like I, I can't remember the last time we've had like a three hour pay-per-view, but I, it was amazing. We were in and out of there. I, I think the pay-per-view ended at nine 30 and I was like, or maybe it wasn't even nine 30 and I was very confused. I was expecting <laughs> to go late, late into the night. I mean, I knew what the card was and, uh, it's still, it still caught me off guard. The, it, but it was kind of a forgettable show, to be honest with you. I mean, there was some good matches, but nothing that I think we're going to look back on in, you know, two, three, five years and be like, oh, my gosh, do you remember Money in the Bank 2020? Like, that shit was legit. I think it's just kind of one of those things that was a little bit forgettable. Obviously, the Money in the Bank match is going to stand alone. It's going to kind of go down in history for the type of match that it was. But even that, I feel like. Had, had some misses. It had some wins, but it, it definitely had some misses for me. What about you guys? A hundred percent forgettable. I couldn't tell you anything that happened in any of these title matches uh, that I'm going to remember. I would say six months from now. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> it was it was pretty just nothing bad, nothing good. I mean, it wasn't like uh, yeah. I was like dreading sitting through it. It was just like you know, I was like if I was folding laundry, I would have like been fine just like sitting there and like listening to it in the background. Nothing really happened. And I know they're in, you know, the, we're in quarantine times. They don't have a full array of superstars to use. I mean, Tamina got a goddamn title shot. Yeah, uh, it right. was was out of breath like thirty seconds into it, which you know I can't really talk. I'm I'm out of breath going upstairs, so uh, you know I, I can't have any room to talk. But I mean, she's a she's a pro athlete, and then that was just that was a, that was a bad match. And even I had I, I put the ladder match on for my son because I thought, oh man, he'll, he'll probably love this, and mm-hmm. and could not even like was like not even really entertained by it like he sat through it it was fine but like he didn't really like think it was that cool i thought it was just you know i guess i know what they were trying to do with it marco but it just i don't know it was just kind of like super force number one and just you know the funny parts weren't funny the the action just wasn't really that there was just nothing about it that i I like the idea of it but i don't think the execution really rang true yeah i think it was like uh 
I think they were just going for different genres of uh, like cinematic. So like, you take like the the Boneyard was kind of like an action movie, like how how we said before, it's like a it's kind of like a B action movie, mm-hmm. kind of crazy. And to take a beat up like guys wearing hoods and all that stuff, and it was just kind of like campy in that sense. Um, then you jump over to the Firefly Funhouse, was which was kind of like a almost like a horror movie, like a kind of like a thriller type of movie. Um, and then you jump over to, to the money in the bank. If you look at elements of, it, if you watch it again, it's a comedy. Yeah. So I think they're like that's what they're shooting for. It's like they're shooting for different type of genres of like cinematic. And I think that's where the like money in the bank came in. It was it was the funny. It was trying to like you know take what they did before with those other two matches, but make it more lighthearted. Yeah, um, it had- brought a little bit of levity, but I think there were like. The the even the cameo spots though that's kind of what I was alluding to earlier is that the cameo spots for me were a little bit forgettable. I mean, you know, uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles bust into Vince's office and you know put the chairs back and it was a little bit funny. But then you had Brother Love coming out of the toilet and um, <laughs> uh, who who else? John Laurinaitis rolls up on a freaking um, scooter or what? Whatever. Yeah. What do you call those things? Rascals? Yeah, yeah rascal. Yeah. 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 He, does he, he, he always wear that suit or he looked like he was wearing the same thing as Brother Love? Did he? Do you always wear a white yeah. suit? Yeah, he wore a white uh, suit. With I, the I've shirt totally blocked him tie, out yeah. of like uh, out of like my wrestling. Yeah, he's, he's basically Mister Mister oh, Bella man. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I just thought I thought I don't know I was expecting more out of it, you know. And of course, we had the uh, Undertaker wasn't there, but we had the illusion of the Undertaker cameo with the AJ Styles yeah. getting kicked in, getting kicked in there with the the coffin. But I just felt like there could have been more spots. I mean, off the top of my head, I don't know what I would have done, but looking back on the match, I was like, the those were the, like, I guess this is the lowest hanging fruit. I guess you have to go with what you have at hand. You know, they're not going to fly people in just to be a cameo in this Money in the Bank yeah. match circumstances. So I totally get that. But again, I guess my expectations were a little bit higher considering what we had seen with the Boneyard match and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Firefly Funhouse match. I, I wouldn't have minded if like they kind of were like almost like a horror movie where they would just get knocked off one at a time. Like if, if we never saw AJ Styles again after that, like he gets sucked into that room or pulled into that room, that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Like like you don't need to bring yeah. him back. Just like that, that's how you write him out of the match. You know what I mean? Like you throw somebody yeah. off the roof. <laughs> Or you have a, you have Otis oh, like my you know, gosh. Otis is just throwing like, him off the roof. That yeah, that yeah. whole thing. Did you like the way they the way they summed that up on Raw? Was that, first of all, you're like, oh, they threw him off the roof. I mean, we kind of expected somebody to get thrown off the roof, but then their explanation was like there was a littler roof on the underneath, you <laughs> yeah. know. And I yeah. was like, I was like, what? what I gotta find that there? clip of them saying, that. oh, there was just a little lower roof. All right, oh, down to the no, next he, match now. <laughs> he was he was totally fine. There was a roof that was six feet below the roof that I threw him off of. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, it, it, I, I just was like, are you kidding me? Like, that's how you're sewing all this together is that there was a smaller roof. Like, Ray Mysterio is alive, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it was okay. I didn't mind it. That The outcome was definitely not what I predicted. Uh, speaking, you know, so we're, we'll get to the prediction championship in a little bit. But I, I would not have in a million years predicted that uh, Otis was going to be Mr. Mr. Money in the bank. You know, Oscar was Oscar was probably my third pick. Uh, you know, I, I, or I think, I don't know who, who else was the tie? It would have been Shayna. I, I picked Shayna to win. Yeah. We talked about Lacey as kind of being content. Like, like the three, the three chicks yeah. from, uh, from raw were the ones that they were really talking Naya. about. So Naya, I, yeah. I, I yeah. think I picked Naya. 
Like, Naya, yeah. yeah. Okay, I forgot. I forgot about Naya. Yeah, and she got knocked out. So yeah, there were some good spots. Um, it just was not. It didn't live up to the cinematic uh, experience that we had at WrestleMania. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, that was a that was a high bar to kind of uh, reach. But uh, I would I will say that Carmella kind of uh, made made it for me. Uh, she was looking. But they're right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah. Marco. You know? <laughs> yeah, she she had those she had those chichis greased up and pushed up, man. They were they were on high alert. Yeah, she looked like she was holding some Texas Roadhouse uh, dinner rolls and them things. But um, <laughs> um, I, yeah, it just wasn't like you know the ending was was kind was kind of different. I mean, seeing Otis win win was like unpredictable, and how how they did it was kind of interesting, having like just yeah. kind of fall into yeah. his hands. Right, um, it wasn't like he was a dominating force. He just, it just like fell into his lap. I, I liked, I liked that too. Elias came coming out of nowhere and hitting uh, Corbin with the guitar. I guess their feud is going to keep going and going and going. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, either- I, I like that they had both of them at the same time too. I will say that you know, I, I know some people were were saying, why are they doing it all at once? But can you imagine oh having God. to having to have set through been awful. the the men's match and then go through like the same basically the same thing with the women's match yeah it would have been terrible so i'm really glad that rooms. we that we had that um so yep other that's, than that that's pretty much it yeah for the money in the bank match no i mean i can't i can't even like i can't think of one thing i like the kind of the the, the stroman tease about like putting the mask back on and you know and still turning on bray yeah, you know, I, I, I like this. I think they're going to take this 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 feud into WWE Backlash. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if we're going to get The Fiend versus Braun. I don't know if that's what they're leading up to. He, he kind of had me, though. I'm not going to lie. I got, I got worked because I was thinking, oh, God, Braun is, like, back with The Fiend. Like, how is this going to work, you know? And the way that, the, that uh, Bray played it off saying, I told him I would find you. I told him I would find you. And um, the puppets were like, you did it. You did it. You know, I, I got worked. I was I was thinking that that's how it was going to be. Then obviously he power slammed him. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I just got totally I just got totally worked here. Um, so I don't know. I don't know where this is going. That match. It was what it was. I mean, Braun totally dominated, uh, dominated Bray as we expected. And then the whole the whole swerve happened. So that's pretty much all there is to say about that. I think the best match of the night was definitely McIntyre and Rollins thoughts. Uh, yeah, that definitely was. I, I have a homework assignment for for you, Sheena. Uh, after we finish recording, I want you to go find the video of the Fiend's debut on Raw, and uh, look, see what he looked like, and then look at uh, re- remember that match from the other night. Speaking of dinner rolls, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he he came back in probably the best shape we'd ever seen Bray Wyatt before, and you know, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's hard, since. you know. I- yeah, he's a big I, dude, we, you know. Like we were talking, we were talking about this in our in our group chat that obviously Bray, when you're when you're not on the road, it's easy to work out like all day, every day, find the motivation, eat right, all that kind of stuff. Then you get back on the road, and obviously there's the anomalies like the, the Seth Rollinses and the Finn Balors and the stuff that like literally have 36 abs no matter what time of day it is. Um, but Seth was rocking a little bit of a dad bod, and it kind of makes sense now. Um, I, we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. But um, it's it's harder when you're driving city to city. Obviously, they're not traveling right now. But, I mean, over the course of the last several months, they've been traveling. And then you're eating at freaking um, whatever WWE caters, which I'm sure isn't like the healthiest food in the world. you know. And then you're probably stopping on the road at 7-Eleven and getting hot dogs, right? So, yeah, keto. you know, it's... 
Yeah, totally keto. Just take the bun off. Um, just ask Zach. Um, or Tom. Tom likes Tom. Our buddy Tom likes some dirty keto. He's like, yeah, let's just eat a McDonald's cheeseburger. I'll just take the bun off. Okay. You know, <laughs> like, like totally healthy, Tom. But yeah, I think um, Bray is just a big dude. I don't. I don't think he's ever going to be a lean, mean fighting machine. He's just meant to be a little bit huggable. Yeah, it doesn't help that you're putting him in like a Mr. Rogers uh, you know, sweater in the in the sweater that's like yeah, riding up exactly. on him. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, like you said, the show's never. I'm never going to go back and watch this or anything. Uh, there was some moments here and there, but overall, it, it's whatever. I just want to know if I have to relinquish this title um, to the former champion. Hold on. We have to, we have, I have one big, there's one big thing that we have to talk about that happened on money in the bank. That was actually more important or more devastating. I think than Ray getting thrown off the roof. And that is the fact that Seth Rollins has new entrance music. Oh yeah. And I, and I am, and I am upset. I am pretty awful. I am. I am not well, you guys. I when he came out to that, I was thinking, I was like, oh my god, they hit the wrong track. Bailey, they hit Bailey's music. What's happening? And then he comes out to his like Messiah gimmick, and he's got new entrance music. And I get it, like Second Coming is kind of a, it's a, it's even if it's a heel theme, it's like a heel theme you want to like cheer for and yeah, bob your head, to, bob your head yeah, to it. You want to be able to bob exactly. your head to it. Yeah, and then you know, of course, theme. you can't, you definitely can't do the burn it down because that you can't get a crowd. If you're a heel, you don't want the crowd shouting burn it down. And obviously, there's no crowd, but um, I, I mean, it'll come back. I guess I'm hoping it'll make a return like the curb stomp did, but I just, I don't know. I was really upset that that was his new, that was his new theme music. I'm surprised it took this long with, you know, he's had this gimmick for, you know, several months now. Like six, so. It's like six years. Yeah. Like the, the song is like six years old, I think at this point. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, I mean, it's, it's surprising that he's, he's had it that long, but at the same time, I, it's one of my favorite WWE themes and it, I was really sad to see it go. So hopefully it makes, it makes a reappearance and I guess I will just deal with it up until <sighs> he has another character term, but yeah, Who, who's doing the, the wrestling theme songs now? I know the CFOs are out out the door. I don't know if they replace them with somebody. And I mean, that's you know, maybe that's what that's what uh, Roman's doing right now on his lead. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just like a mixing, keyboard. Yeah, he's just mixing all of the uh, WWE <laughs> theme nice. songs. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. All right, Marco, hit us with the good or bad news here. All right, so. You guys are <clears throat> pretty much you. So his 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 issue. You both wanted one. What? You both got one thing oh, no. right. Everything else is wrong. Oh my so, god! So it's a tie. Like we have to we have to figure Brent out a sudden death. Luger. Yeah, like yeah, we have to figure out a, a sudden death. It's like a Batista scene when they both fell out of the. They both went over the ropes at the same time. Yeah. When they weren't supposed to. We got to figure out a tiebreaker. This. This can't go to the next pay-per-view. Oh, um, yeah, so basically you got the Fatal 4-Way, right, Sheena, with the New Day retaining, okay. which I did say. I mean, they weren't not going to If I had just this. picked Drew like I knew I should have. Yeah, yeah. you would have won. Yeah. Yeah. I would have won. Yep, Damn. and then Phil, that's the, those, are the, those are the breakers. Everything else is wrong. What, what did I um, get right? Well, not wrong. It was basically just... You got the the Seth and Drew. Uh, okay, match, yeah. Which, I should have. Why did yeah. I pick the Forgotten Son? It, was, it wasn't that you guys got the like only matches you got really wrong was like the Money in the Bank matches 
Yeah. Uh, the other ones were just even because you both pick Bailey to win. Right. And then you both right. pick Braun to win. So it's like. Right. But yeah, so the only real, like, we got to figure something out. I'm not sure if you want to, like, move on to the net. Do you want to do double or nothing? Do you guys want to predict that? Or do you want to just, like, do a tiebreaker? Like, I was trying to figure out a way to do it. I'm gonna take. We, we need to take it to social media. Stay tuned, folks. Yeah. We're gonna take this. We're yeah. gonna take this to social media, and we are going to find a way to decide who is the Chick Foley Prediction Championship. Maybe a winner. high noon chugging contest. Maybe we'll figure something out. Totally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we so, do have a pay per view t- t- in like six days. So true. TBD uh, on the on the prediction championship. Uh, just know that I'm gonna win it back. That's okay. all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. 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 My confidence isn't very high right now because I just totally bombed that whole pay-per-view. But uh, let's, uh, <laughs> let's head over to uh, Raw. Pretty eventful Raw. I wouldn't say it was a great episode of Raw, but I will say that a lot happened. Uh, yeah. So that's yeah. good. A, a, a lot happened. Um, the biggest uh, news of probably the probably the year is, uh, and Sheena can relate to this two times, uh, Becky Lynch is yeah. uh, with child and she will be on an indefinite leave of absence from the WWE, Sheena, your thoughts as a, a mother of two? Yeah, she's she's the she went from the man to the mom. That's the new WWE. You know, they're they're pushing that on the merch. They're like trying to trying to squeeze every last dime out of Becky Lynch right now. Um, getting those merch checks. I thought so. The moment. Let me let me first speak to just like the moment she came out and gave a promo that I thought was probably some of her best work, even though it was very emotional and it was very real and I felt it like in my heart I didn't feel like it was scripted I didn't feel like it was too over the top too ooey gooey or gushy I just felt like she was literally out there just spilling her guts and when she gave the title to Asuka and I I don't know I mean I don't know if Asuka like worked me but it felt like Asuka did not know that that new like did not know the news and she literally found out the news right there on live television and if you did not feel that in your soul when she was like you're gonna be a mother and then she starts chanting Becky and Becky gets all emotional and they hug even though like for a moment we just kind of like broke kayfabe right there on tv and it was really great and i loved it some people probably hated it but i as a mom i know how awesome it is to be a mom and um yeah it really it really resonated with me and i loved it i agree i thought it was great i teared up a little bit uh because uh there was just some you know you you very rarely see genuine emotion in uh Mm -hmm. professional wrestling it's just uh you know it's a lot a lot of acting going on but that that felt pretty real to me so Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, I, and I feel kind of sad for Becky. I mean, I'm super happy for her, but I would assume that I don't think it's guaranteed that we see her back. And if we do see her back, it's got to be over a year. I mean, oh, yeah, oh, at, least, yeah, at, yeah. at least I mean, she, the baby is not due until December. And then, oh. um, you know, then I mean, who knows how long it's going to be until she's Royal able Rumble. to come back. Yeah. You know, yeah. Royal Rumble. That's when <laughs> oh, everybody yeah, always def- comes yeah. back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. And it makes me wonder like what's going to happen with Seth, you know, Seth's going to be on the, well, I guess they're not on the road, but Seth's going to be recording and all that stuff. She's going to be off TV. I mean, maybe who knows what happens when Florida opens back up, if they'll, if they'll actually start having live audiences, uh, you know, at, at full sale. I don't know, but I just feel like 
this is going to change the whole trajectory of the WWE at the moment. We're, we're missing a lot of people because of yeah. this, right? Yeah. Like we're missing yeah. Roman. We're missing Becky. Um, we're like Seth's future is kind of uncertain. I mean, depending on what happens with Becky, I mean, he can't, if this pandemic thing keeps on um, escalating, I mean, he can't just like leave his pregnant wife home alone. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty crazy when you when you sit down and think about it. But I am happy for Becky. I thought the segment was well done. I I, I think her genuine like you could really feel how much she loves wrestling and how much she is. It's hard as a first time mom. Like you, you're so happy and you're so excited to be a mom. And then the other part of Scare you is like, holy shit, what the hell have I done? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> like, oh my god, I've lost my freaking mind. Um, but. Then, you know, then when you obviously when you have your kid, you're like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Um, so, yeah, I could see that in her face. Like, you know, she, she's like, oh, my God, like this is I'm saying bye to wrestling, but I'm opening this whole new chapter. And like I said, as a mom, I felt I felt it. So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, she worked her ass off to get where she was and it wasn't just kind of handed to her. I mean, she came into NXT as just kind of a nobody dancing like dancing like some irish dance and you know being some goofy character and and rose <laughs> yeah. up to be something cool there's a couple ideas that were floating around these are not my ideas and i want to th- run them through you and, and see what you would have thought what if, what if they would have tr- she would have said okay i'm going to give you this belt but you're going to give me that money in the bank briefcase because when i'm when i'm ba- i'm coming back and i'm going to take that title back i mean that would have been mm-hmm. that would have been kind of cool and some people are saying that oscar should have gone full heel and this would have been an opportunity to just make her a full the the biggest heel in wrestling. Yeah. And just just lay lay out Becky very 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 gently. Oh, I very mean, very gently. <laughs> She's with child. I don't think. Yeah, I, I know, I know. These are not my ideas, but it, it, there is some merit no. to that because I mean. Yes, I totally get it. Like you know, as a as a wrestling fan, I'm like. Oh hell yeah! Like if you knock down a pregnant lady, like that's like that's like real heat right there, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you know uh, legally they're not gonna they're not gonna put hands on yeah. on a pregnant on a on a pregnant chick. But um, you know, I think we saw um, you know Oscar didn't take that opportunity, but we saw Shayna take that opportunity when she cut like the heel promo yeah, of the century the the show. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, she literally just said the worst things when she was talking i was just my mouth my jaw was and you know it's it's that kind of thing where it was it didn't make me i thought it was so good even though it was so bad you know and a lot of times like people are saying things and you're like oh my god like shut up you know like if you're cutting a, a baron corbin heel promo sometimes you're just like shut up yeah, yeah. but i was i was like hanging on every word that Shayna was saying because i was like oh shit <laughs> you know <laughs> I mean, she literally called Seth and Becky's child a parasite, you know, yeah, and she yeah. said it ruined it ruined her career. She's like ten out of ten mothers <laughs> will try to try to convince themselves that having a baby did not ruin their career, and I was just like, yeah, she's like well, the best part is like, oh, the kid's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, well, yeah, you know the father gonna, is. Yeah, you know who yeah. the father is. Kid's gonna suck. Exactly, but yeah, yeah. The only she could deliver something like that. That's, yeah. mm-hmm. that's why. If anyone else did, like, they try to throw like a not to throw your girl in there, like a Dana Brooke or like a. Or a natty or something like that. You wouldn't believe any word no. that they said at all. 
but you throw Shayna in there. Yeah, yeah she's good gonna, point. Good point. She's gonna get that believability. She, she, speaking of Natty, she went in on Natty too. She was like, "You're never gonna have a child." Oh, yeah, that was, that <laughs> Wait, what was more. this? Yeah, I was like, "What was this?" It was. It she was right, right after. after. Oh yeah, my she, god! She, I after, gotta see that. Yeah, after the promo, Natty came up and was like, "You know, I'm gonna teach you some manners." You know, does her like you know robotic promo, yeah. and then um. Shayna comes back at her and says something to the effect of, you know, what do you know about being a mom? You know, you're never going to have a child. And it was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's what what Patty said. She was like, she said something like, uh, she's like, how could you how could you dare say that about Becky? She's going to be a mother to be. And yeah, mothers and stuff. That's why she was like, "What do you know about being a mother?" (laughs) I was like, what the what the hell is going on in Shayna's mind right now? I love it. I love it. Um. (laughs) I have, a, I have maybe a, a sexist question. I don't know if it's sexist, but it's just a an honest oh, like. Qu- no, no, yeah, it's not. You have to, you ask, have to ask. No, no, no. It's <laughs> not. It's not. In in the history of women of women's wrestling, or at least you know, in the last several years, when when there's you know, we've have a pretty lo- big roster of women wrestlers. Like, how has this not happened? Like, obviously, there's birth control and things like that. I'm not an idiot, but like, yeah. we haven't. Lo- we like this. I would think this would happen once a year, maybe. Like. Maybe it happens and we don't hear about it, or I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think, I think just the, the odds think of the top, it, you know? The, yeah, the the top stars in the company. I mean, they're not going to risk their if if they're not ready to have a child. Like, there's ways to not get pregnant, so they're not going to risk their career yeah. um, for like on a chance. You know what I mean? So they're they're going to take the proper precautions not to get pregnant um yeah, you know yeah. i can't i can't see charlotte flair i mean she might i mean her shit her and andrade they, they're doing the, they're doing their thing but uh you know it, it would i think women as a whole like we're we're capable of handling that and not and not just being like victims of circumstance like oops yeah. sorry yeah. You know? <laughs> so makes sense oh, it's just something i thought about like you know this is uh a new new territory as a as a wrestling fan because um I think a know. lot of I think a lot of women call it call it when they're ready they'll they call it quits. You know, we saw we saw True. that with Rhonda supposedly. I mean, I don't know if that was her legitimate reason. You know, that that's always what people say. She wanted to quit start a family, so she, you know, pulled out of wrestling. Um we saw it with Brie Bella when Brie was ready to start a family. She pulled out of wrestling. And I stop, think stop you, saying pulled out, please. Pulled out. Yeah. Pulled out. <laughs> that's that that is a you know seventy five percent effective method of birth control. Just in case yeah. you're wondering, so fifty percent, fifty percent chance. If there's a fifty fifty chance, pump. you will get fifty fifty chance. Yeah. Ask AJ Lee, fifty percent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, congrats to Becky and to Seth Rollins. Hopefully, everything works out with them. And um, you know, I'm oh, sure, really I'm sure. quickly, I also yeah, since we since we brought up Seth and we're talking about this whole pregnancy scandal, no, it's not a scandal. I'm just kidding. Um. I thought it was weird, first of all, that they just they did the whole Becky thing, which I thought was really feel good. And then Rey Mysterio acknowledges Seth Rollins that he's the father of the baby, which I thought was really awkward considering like Seth's character right now. And that I don't know. I just thought it was like a really awkward interaction when he was like, yo, man, being a father is the best, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Seth just like stares at him with these like dead shark's eyes. And I'm like. We probably should have not have acknowledged that on TV. We haven't acknowledged Seth and Becky as a couple in like a year. A while, so yeah. you know what? I don't know. I I, I see that. Uh, I didn't really get like shocked by because they did a whole storyline with them too as a power couple. 
So I know, like, but they, eh. they, they have been totally separate. Which is good. Series. I think it's good. I, I mean, with his current character, you, you don't want uh, any kind of, like, sympathy for him. Sympathy, or, yeah. yeah. I don't want yeah. him to like, be a feel-good, like, you know, oh, Seth Rollins is going to be a dad. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I think we should have, if anything, just been like, oh, well, it was immaculate conception. You know, there, were, there was no love there. It was just, you know, Becky just got pregnant, you know, by osmosis. You know? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Uh, I do. Before we get too deep into Inside the Squared Circle, which is brought to you in part by our friends at Chalkline, you can use code CHICK there for 15% off of your order. Um, I do want to give a shout out to a couple people. Our, our good buddy, uh, My Damn Toys, uh, had a birthday over the last week or so. He's a, a good Happy listener. Happy birthday listener to of our show. You. And he has a, a brand new baby over the last like couple months. So, um mm-hmm. He's been uh, he's been he's been posting more than I thought he would be. So he's still he's still on the grind. And our good buddies, two of our uh, fa- fully family members, are starting their own podcast. Uh, Tom Slindy and Daryl Jones are starting a podcast called The Run In, and uh, it has not started yet. We will uh, give you guys all the details. It's going to be wrestling related, pop culture related. Um, I told them I'm, I'm here for them if they need any kind of insight on you know equipment and on music and on whatever they need. Uh, wish how them to, how to use best. a mouse? Yeah, how to use a mouse? Yeah, best yeah. best mouse pad, ergonomic yeah. mouse pad. Totally uh, got, so, got yeah, uh, got your little wrist, your little wrist rest. Yep, yeah. So uh, <laughs> so so a lot of cool stuff going on with uh with with friends of ours and our buddy oh, who who's now a new uh patreon subscriber Qstown collector he's doing a pretty cool thing on instagram give him a follow um Qstown underscore collector he's doing like a hasbro like bracket like a march madness type of bracket with uh to kind of crown the best hasbro figure uh it's been pretty cool and everybody's been voting on he's been getting a bunch of votes so uh so so yeah some some cool stuff going on people are getting creative as uh quarantine gets uh deeper and deeper into our brain cells so um Mm -hmm. Back to Raw, we uh, of course, yeah. And somebody on Twitter was like, uh, "Oh, uh, he he posted a screenshot of like he he came up with the mom T-shirt like before they put it up on WWE Shop." Like, dude, of course, that's like the most obvious thing that, I yeah. could ever think of. You, you you invented that? Jesus Christ, man! Yeah, come on. People are ridiculous. Yeah, that that's insane. I mean, they they definitely had that. Like as soon as she announced it, they were like, "Oh, the mom! This is good shit." Yeah. Um. Which was what was not good shit is uh, the Street Profits playing a basketball game oh, against the god. Viking Raiders. Oh my god! What you guys, was that? It this is this is some sort of like conspiracy to make the Viking Raiders quit. I don't know what they're trying to do with them right now, but the fact that they are dressed like the baddest asses in WWE, like look like they could just like eat you for lunch. And then they come out and just act ridiculous, like a comedy act. Like, no, these are Vikings. These are badasses. These are people that you are you are scared of. And you got freaking Eric or Ivar or whichever freaking one was like poking the basketball like, oh, look, look at these basketball. It was just, oh, my God. It was so bad. And I, have you ever, has there ever in the history of WWE been a basketball match and i mean that's saying something because there's been some serious uh garbage out there there was a uh, uh marco's gonna say it but it was a matt hardy versus mvp uh MVP, yeah. yeah on smackdown but uh, no, yeah. nevertheless, nevertheless this is they've gone from uh doing the the 
karaoke in the car to then having like yeah. a, a heel promo to now playing bat like just come on man like <laughs> if he's like why would they challenge us to basketball like the whole thing was garbage i could not i, I was like i i thought i was dreaming when this was announced uh we saw uh drew mcintyre against andrade again and mm-hmm. what what do you think about drew being on i guess they're kind of limited uh Marco, my, myself, Marco, and Mike Lanham have been doing these uh, Monday Night Retro episodes where we're going back and watching every episode of Raw from 96. And we're three episodes in. Bret Hart has not wrestled on, on one show. He's the champion. Uh, and Drew McIntyre's on every episode of Raw. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but, I mean, maybe we're just – I'm just used to Brock not ever being there and it being kind of special when he shows up. Like I feel like yeah. Drew McIntyre just wrestled Andrade like a week or two ago. Like, what, like it's because it's because he did. But I I I agree with you. I think we're conditioned to not have the champion on Raw because Brock has, you know, given us that preconceived notion that oh no the champion is not going to be here. Uh, we might just see like a a video package of him or something yeah. if if anything. Um, but I like this. I think, you know, it's something that we've been bitching about and clamoring for is that, you know, we need the title on Raw. And I think Drew is a is has been awesome so far. I just I think he's so charming and so endearing and just like and it doesn't take away from the fact that he's a legitimate badass. Yeah. You know, I think he he's like a nice guy. I just he's somebody that you feel like. I don't, I don't know, like you go out and just like have a have lunch or have a beer with and he'd be like so cool. And then if somebody like said something cross to you, he would like Claymore kick their face off. <laughs> yeah, I never thought he would, <laughs> he would work as a, as a face, but he does. And our buddy Chris Rucker brought, on Twitter brought up a good point that like that, that belt looks like it was just made to be on him. You know, he looks like yeah. he, oh, yeah. he, he yeah. looks like yeah. he you know, looks so I mean, I, I have no hate against Drew McIntyre. Just I don't know if maybe we're just getting too much of him right now and maybe, you know, make him feel a little more special because he. Because he seems like he is special, you know. Right? Uh, but yeah. we'll see. Um, the- it's tough. It's tough. They gotta pull out. They gotta pull out all the stops for these shows. Viewership is down. The quarantine is lingering on. They're having to make these shows with no audiences. They're they're gonna they're gonna keep the titles on the shows because they want you to believe that anything can happen, right? That at any moment there could be a match that could cost the champion their title, right? Yeah, yeah, did you you don't have it here on the script, Marco, and they barely mentioned it, but it was something Drew McIntyre said about a a a brand, some sort of brand, tra- like basically bringing back oh, the yes. wild card. Basically, yeah. bringing- oh, he's yeah. he's gonna yeah. be wrestling Mar- freaking Baron. Yeah, that was the uh, so they're doing some type of like. Um, I forget the name they use. So it's basically like they didn't it's call, a, it, oh, they didn't call it the wild card. No, it was yeah. like a brand, a brand, brand, a brand um, trade or something, or you know, yeah. Yeah. You could invite somebody from another brand to face him. Yeah, brand on brand invitation back. or something. Yeah, yeah, brand on brand. Yeah, something like yeah. that. But yeah, that's. I mean, it's they they like ha- like so. The funny thing is, they didn't even like mention it. Like he's the one nope. that mentioned yep. it. Yep. Yes. Like so, it wasn't like a theme throughout the whole show. Like oh, you know, there's gonna yeah, be an announcement. We have we have right, an announcement. Nothing, nothing at all. It was just him going, "Hey, there's gonna be some brand." We're like you're like what? what the hell? I didn't know there's gonna be a brand on brand, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, um, let me let me give Drew some credit though. He made me feel like he was going to be wrestling Mike Tyson or something. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like he he made it seem like he it was going to be important. Yeah, the way he talked about it and the way that he hyped it up was very very much like he he has that ability, which is super cool considering he's going to be fighting Baron Corbin, which made me like it, it immediately like gave me you know 
I needed some blue chew after that because I was like, oh, hell no. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, that's, uh, it's, I mean, they can't, they can't do these bland, brand splits for more than like three months without like changing their mind. Like how many times oh, yeah. now have yeah. we, is that, that's what this is. It's, it's the floodgates are opening and like, mm-hmm. yeah, we've set up multiple times on the show. It's, you know, we're in difficult times, whatever, the quarantine, the coronavirus, all this stuff. They're doing whatever they have to do. But they probably would have done this no matter what. Like, they just can oh, never yeah. just keep the brand separate. Like, it's not going to help ratings to have him fighting Baron Corbin. Like, we probably no. saw that when they were on the same brand. That We probably saw that, like, five weeks in a row. And I don't know. Well, no, they were in the freaking mid-card of Doom with Shane for a while, remember? Yeah, yeah. So, um, they- so they were like they were like riding Shane's coattails for like ever. So yeah, they they've been together before, but uh, yeah, this is not something. If it's a one-off, I think it could be okay. But I just don't want it to be something that we, you know, you know how they do Baron Corbin? They hitch his wagon to the champion and just like drag it out. They did it with Seth Rollins. And oh it was, man, he was he he, fought, was he fought, awful. He fought Rollins on like four straight pay-per-views. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they were just like, oh, this time we're going to add Lacey and Becky. This time we're going to have this. This time It was like just a different stipulation. I was, oh, God. So, yeah, the Baron Corbin effect is real, and I hope I hope Drew doesn't get sucked up into it. Um, uh, we did see uh, Orton challenging Edge to a quote-unquote wrestling match. I don't know if that's going to happen at SummerSlam or what, but um, uh, that's – Interesting. I like to see Edge in more a uh, more traditional wrestling match than like what we saw at WrestleMania. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious about that. I thought I thought their work in the like you know Edge again was like you know I'm trying to quit. I'm trying to quit. And then Randy Horton comes out and like foils his plan to quit. Um, and he said you know the better man won, but the better wrestler didn't. So now they're just doing like a straight up wrestling match. I don't think there's any stipulation. I think it's just like. Mono Imano, may the best man win. So that that's what I I mean, I'm I'm excited for that. I think it could be really good. Is it sanctioned or unsanctioned? I think it's gonna be sanctioned. It will be sanctioned. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I, I, think, I think there's gonna I think there's gonna be sanctions in okay. place. Okay. Couple sanctions. Yeah. You gotta have you gotta have at least two sanctions you know, yeah. on there. Uh Marco wrote a really good article about Randy Orton today on the uh the website. Uh, about how he's, I wouldn't say underrated. A lot of people took it that way, but like, you know, and, and obviously he's going to be a Hall of Famer if Coco B wears in the Hall of Fame. Freaking Randy Orton's going to be in the Hall of Fame the day after he retires. Yeah. But like, you know, he's one of those guys just like Cena that we just don't appreciate. He's just been around so long that and, and just oh, he's yeah. so good that you just kind of yeah. take him for granted. But, uh, you know, this is kind of bringing out the, the best in both of those guys. So I'm sure they love working with each other. Um, Probably the the next biggest news, and we saw the Iconics come back too, which was cool on Raw. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, the next biggest news after Otis winning and after Becky is NXT. We saw the the rest of DX announcing that we are getting In Your House back. I cannot wait yeah. for this. I'm so freaking pumped for In Your House to come back. And if we don't get Todd Pettengill on this thing, Marco... Uh, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh, uh, Lee Riot. Yeah, no, he um he was on the bump. I um actually posted the video. I'm not sure which group chat it was. Um, but he was on the bump and uh he's um yeah, he he might be he he might have I hope he at least does the intro. If he does the intro to that pay per view, I'll be happy. He doesn't have to be on the whole yeah. thing interviewing people like he did on the old pay per views, but if he just does the intro part, 
I'll be so excited. And then you get the people that are doing like they better bring the host stage back and Yeah, everyone's I mean, really upset about like all the things like I mean, come on, geez, they're not gonna do Okay, it. listen, I'm I'm not I'm I'm not even gonna front. I do love the in your house set. It is oh, one yeah, of my sick. Yeah. It, it is it is one of is one of my favorite things. So I would legitimately pop hard for that. If they're not gonna give me an audience, they can definitely give me the in your house set. You know it's somewhere back there in the damn WWE warehouse. They just gotta yeah, chop yeah. off just just <laughs> chop just chop off the F, you know what I mean? And like make it WWE and just just keep going. Yeah, give sure. give give me what I want. Yeah, uh, I I would like to see them do something cool like that, and the and the performance center. I mean, even if they didn't do anything cool for WrestleMania, I don't know if they'll do something cool like that for In Your House. But we will, we will see today. I think today was the twenty. Well, they, they've had a little bit more time to like figure things out at this point, though. True. Like WrestleMania, Vince was taking it to the wire. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he and they already had all their shit for the set, like ordered for Lucas James Stadium. You know what I mean? You're not going to be able to fit whatever the hell they had planned for <laughs> Lucas James stadium inside the performance center. So I, I feel like maybe with a little bit more time to, to map this thing out, they could give us a little bit more production value. I think you just combined the Buccaneers stadium and the Titans stadium into what, one thing. Um, what did I say? I said Lucas James. I think it's Lucas oil Luke, field. Did I say Lucas J- Lucas <laughs> yeah. oil field? And Raymond James. <laughs> Listen, these these high noons, buddy. They, yeah, they hey, just yeah. Get me yeah, all slow down the, noon. the high noons. Get, get you confusing stadiums over there. Um, yeah. We saw we saw a couple more people advance in the uh, NXT Cruiserweight Championship Tournament. Jake Atlas and Jack Gallagher. Imperium win the tag team titles. The Bruiserweights breaking up, uh, which I didn't see. You know that Timothy Thatcher dude just looks like a scary. Like he does not look like he would be a good guy. So uh, him him yeah. turning on Matt Riddle was not not un, un, uh, unexpected. But uh, those two guys uh, are going to be in some stiff matches together going forward because oh, both yeah. those guys can lay the pipe. Lay the pipe. Lay the lay the wood. I'm sorry. What <laughs> these high the nudes? Wood? Lay the wood. Wait, oh, what's the saying? Dude. Isn't there a saying? There's a saying. It's like, definitely not. It's definitely not lay the. No, pipe I know. Or lay I got the wood. these high news have got me all my all messed okay, up here. Okay, Phil. That's I the, got you. That's the excuse. I whenever you, whenever you, whenever you uh, butcher like a saying, you just say ah, these high news. That's a lay the. <laughs> that's wood. That's gonna be the new thing. Uh, all right, Urban Dictionary. Lay the wood it means to attack or threaten physical aggressiveness toward another person. So yeah, I was thinking of lay the wood. I'm sorry. Lay the pipe is a different. Toward of a different type of aggressiveness, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I you know I I thought those two were probably interchangeable. I've never heard I've never heard anybody lay the wood to anybody, so that's a new one for me. It's like maybe. a gorilla monsoon type of thing to say. Yeah, maybe uh, that's why you know hacksaw carries that uh that two by four. You know, you just lay it lay in the wood. Well, to there people. you go. Okay. You know. <laughs> um. So yeah, what do you think about new tag team champions? The and the bruiserweights, the broserweights, whatever you want to call them, exploding, and. uh now Imperium holding the tag team titles. I'll throw that one over to Marco. Actually, I like it. Um, we were just talking earlier before the show started that I like the fact that they're going to kind of be like the undisputed era with the uh, hold and all the gold. So you still have Walter with the um, UK championship and you have the other Imperium guys at the NXT titles and stuff like that. So I'm all for it. I think it was time to take the titles off of the Broser weights anyway, because yeah. obviously Pete Dunn isn't around. So, I mean, it was, they're just kind of like hanging, like not yeah, doing it, anything. It, it so. did. It, it did its justice. The Broser weights did their, did their thing. And I feel like it ran its course and it was time. Yeah, it was definitely time to, 
to switch. Uh, yeah, I think uh, and I like having a heel tag team like with, with somebody chasing them. We'll see who steps up there. Uh, we saw Cameron Grimes defeat Finn Balor. I'll say that again. Cameron Grimes defeating Finn Balor. After- I know. A little bit shocked about that. Was that before or after Damian Priest came out? Did he that cause? He, he, did he, he caused the uh, okay. Yeah, because this I I cannot. This Cameron Grimes guy looks just like a, a, a <laughs> dirty dude at like a like a music festival or something. Like he, he's like he's like Chris Stapleton acid. and Jace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I kind of I kind of am into him. I, I like really? him. I'm, I'm down. I'm, yeah, I'm down with the Grimes. It's not a top hat. It's a. Uh, it's I don't know it's it's something it's it's a, it's a look me, he rubs me it's the a, wrong it's a way mood. it's a mood yeah he's got those big pepperoni nipples I don't know I just it's just weird um, AEW uh, is, is the is the nickname of Lance Archer really the Murder Hawk Monster that can't you, that has to be a typo here Marco that's not a real thing no they call him a Murder Hawk but they call him a monster as well but I just do the Murder Hawk oh, okay, Monster because okay. that's one name because I hate when they just. Given separate names, I just threw it all into one. They're but both, yeah, they're so both I'm gonna shitty. call them Murderhawk. Yeah, yeah, they're horrible names. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we we still have another week until that pay per view. So we'll we'll do a full preview of all the matches and the rundown of that. Um, it's shaping up to be pretty decent. We talked about it last week. That I don't know if you know. Right now we're in the position to pay fifty dollars for a for a pay per view, and it you know there's nothing really huge jumping off at us. But uh, I guess. Um, Brody Lee has the uh, the AEW title. He stole it from from uh, John Moxley at some point. I don't know. That's kind of an old school wrestling. That's like an Undertaker uh, type of thing where everyone stole it. Remember, like four years in a row, people were just stealing his urn from him all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They did that. Uh, it was last week. Um, they, uh, he took the title from John. Moxley. He like basically stole it. They kicked the crap out of him and then took his title and. Um, like he posted on his social media saying it's like nine tenths of the law because he owns it now. Uh, but then he brought it out with him last night as he was a champion. He had um, uh, what's her name? Dasha. Is that her name? I forget her name. The announcer. Oh yeah, track. yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had her announce him as the champion, and um, and he had a match with um, one of the SCU guys. I forget his name. I'm like I can't. I'm horrible with names right now. Anyway, um, John Moxley <laughs> comes out. Uh, tries to get his belt back is unsuccessful uh, because the Dark Order goons uh, were in his way before. They literally look like the putties from Power. It's insane. They, that's what they remind me of. They like they just run at him and they like he just knocks them down. It's 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 kind of stupid. I don't want to get on. I don't want to make it from AEW at all. So we'll, let's move on to the next yeah. match. <laughs> but well, speaking speaking of AEW though, and speaking of double or nothing, we have they announced that. Um, Mike Tyson is going to present the TNT championship. Yeah, pretty crazy. A lot of people were uh, thinking it was going to be Sting. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show. But, Sting. Uh, but Mike Tyson, <laughs> obviously a pretty pretty big get. You know, um, We saw him involved with uh, WWE angle back uh, ooh, 21 <laughs> 20 years ago. ago. Yeah, 21 what years was, ago. What was that so. like? What, WrestleMania 14 or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, an, another WWE veteran <laughs> at yeah. AEW. Uh, I do want to get uh, to some comments from Vince Russo. So I I, t- I turned on the show right when Jurassic Express was fighting the best friends, and it was probably a twenty minute match. It was like three commercial breaks long, 
Um, and it was just a, you know, it was a decent match, but it was like the same things we've seen. And, and he just went off. And I, I kind of agree with him. He was just saying, like, basically, long matches with predictable endings are not how you're going to bring in new new viewers. Like, they need to right. hire they need to hire writers and storylines. And you know, it hasn't really worked too well for WWE having that. It just gets kind of too cartoony. But I think there is something to be said for like, you know, I just can't watch these same people. There's, you know, their roster is smaller than what the WWE is working with right now, so it's, it's just tough. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I think, you know, six months from now, a year from now, like, their saving graces are just not doing as many pay per views, so th- right. you're not, you're not eating through these matches as fast as possible. But like, at some point, it's going to get to, you know, we just need to have a reason why these guys are wrestling. Like, you know, there's no real storyline. It's just like, no, none of the matches really had anything besides the women's four-way for the title match and any kind of stake or, or anything going on. So it was just kind of like, I kind of agree with what Vince, Vince Russo said. I had to take a shower after I uh, said that. So, Oh, wow. <coughs> so do you agree with that, Marco? I'm, you know, I'm behind on AEW because Wednesday nights are tough for me with the kids and stuff. But like, what do you agree with what Phil said as far as like their storylines and stuff lacking? Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot of the re- same recycled stuff over and over again when it comes to uh, the matches that they have on there. Not really storylines because that those who like like factions don't have storylines at all. Going like mm-hmm. Jurassic Express isn't feuding with the best friends. Um, it was kind of like they had that um, the Death Triangle. They were feuding with the best friends, um, but they don't. Even, they're not even on TV anymore. Actually, he did show up last night, um, Ray Phoenix. But uh, like. They were off TV for a while, so that like that storyline kind of disappeared, and then they just moved on. So like, and it seems like they just like if something disappears, they just go back to what they know, yeah. which is like the Young Bucks versus the SCU or SCU versus like right. it, they do a lot of the same stuff. For, so I do agree with that. Um, again, they are still in the beginning stages, um, and they are in a weird time where they probably can't get a lot of the guys that they had before on TV. Right. Um, and uh, just to move on to like the even with like the women's fatal four way, they do a lot of that. Like if they can't get women on like a sing- a singles matches, they do a lot of those tag team matches with women, or they do fatal four ways just to get them all. And you see that a lot too, right? Um, and I know a lot of people were very upset at the uh, Canadian Destroyer um, segment. Do you, I think Phil, you commented on that, right? As yeah, well, it was it was pretty <laughs> it was pretty bad. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, Britt Baker does a Canadian Destroyer to Penelope Ford and then, like, just kind of waits. She just stands, like, waiting for for someone to stun her, give her the stunner, like, for, like, 10 seconds. Like, she was just bent over, like, okay, yeah, someone, someone's going to hit me with the move now. Like, and, uh, I mean, we, we've we've talked about the women's division, AEW, just kind of getting stuck uh, in, in place here. Penelope Ford was one that actually surprised me in this match she she has a good look and she can actually wrestle pretty well uh we know about some of the other ones here Brit, Britt baker is just uh, just i don't know i don't really see the appeal with her um I mean, she's if, adam if, she's she's mrs adam cole that's the appeal yeah, yeah but i mean a, if, and she's a dentist if she, yeah if, she's a bret hart of wrestling she's a bret hart of wrestling of, dentist yeah yeah remember yeah true if she i mean she was in WWE or NXT, she'd probably be like the tenth best person they had, you know. So, well, let me just say, if she can fix that grill of McFoley's, she is the best there is, the best there was, and the best <laughs> there ever will be when it comes to 
wrestling dentist. So, you know, let's give her a little bit of credit. True, true. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Sheeta wins that. She gets the uh, title match against Nyla Rose. It's uh, more of what we've seen before. Nyla Rose against a small, smaller contender. So uh, we'll see. Um, Again, we'll preview that whole double or nothing pay-per-view, which would have been cool to have that from Vegas. It's just going to be from... Uh, wherever in Jacksonville, Florida, wherever they've been recording their stuff, I do like the the setup they have. They've they they're recording kind of had like an out outside. I don't know if they they just didn't show this angle because it was like now daylight savings time and everything is like it's been lighter when they record now. So like like it starts daytime basically when the show starts. So they have one, like kind of an open air arena, Marco, and uh, one of the one of the sides is just kind of open outside. I'm, you know, I don't know why WWE can't do something cool. Like, why does it have to be in the perform? The performance center is basically like set up for for fans. Like, just fans a ring, yeah. and that's it. Like, why not just build something outside? Uh, especially within your house thing coming up, just build something cool. Like, build a cool set outside. Like, you know, yeah, that would be. You gotta think. People would pop. You gotta up. think too. Like those guys own. Like the family owns those that field. <laughs> yeah, like they have the cons. They own that. That's their. That's theirs. So they could do that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon would have to like go and like obviously do his deals and like rent out like an arena and all that stuff. So that's probably not going to happen. But and they do have a better set. As much as we like harp on their like in ring stuff and like storylines, they are, they're doing the TV part right. But the having people like having like. People yep. actually react to moves and like having people cheering stuff on and like you can hear people in the background doing stuff. It's like they're they're doing that part right. That I actually like. I enjoy watching AEW more because of that because there's interaction. Like Chris yeah. Jericho like walk by and yell at like Billy Gunn and then Billy Gunn's son is standing next to him. Like because they're like they're cheering on the other guy. Like it it, it, it they're not really fans, but it brings a different element to yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That, uh, we saw Kenny Omega team with uh, Matt Hardy against Santana Ortiz. What what do you what have you seen from Matt Hardy since he's since he's been here? I mean, do you think it's been a good like? Are they using him properly? Is it like? I feel like Kenny Omega. He's I think he's ta- half of the tag team champions, but he I feel like he teams with somebody different every single week. Yeah, um, Hangman's like gone, um, so they yeah they've been having him team up with other people, but I think they're using Matt Hardy correctly he's i mean he looks good in the ring he doesn't look bad at all like he's been doing like his old jeff uh, jeff hardy matt hardy of old moves like jumping off of ladders and crashing through tables and all that stuff like for some reason he looked in wwe he looked slower or something like that like, he didn't look as oh maybe he just didn't want to be there or they weren't using him properly whatever but like it seems like in aew he seems a lot faster and a lot more alert when it comes in in his matches and stuff like that so I like it. I'm, I'm a fan of Matt Hardy. Always been, so I'm not going to speak any wrong of him. Um, I don't like his like character changing much. I feel like they're trying to like copy the Fiend and the Bray Wyatt like alter ego type thing going on. But other than that, uh, the stuff with him and Jericho and the Vanguard one, that was pretty awesome where uh, um, Vanguard one came and made an appearance. And uh, they... They proceed to kick the shit out of Vanguard one. I was going to say, did it? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we need to say a little, have a little moment of silence for Vanguard. Yeah, one R.I.P. Because, Vanguard. Yeah. It was a, it was tough to watch. I was like watching like I can't even describe it. It was, it was brutal. Yeah. It was bad. I, I had to turn away. I had to very turn un- my TV off. Yeah, very and unnecessary. And I, gratuitous yeah. violence. All right. Well, very, uh, very bad. Um, <laughs> 
That's yeah, and then the ratings came out for NXT and AEW. They're both like around, you know, they were both hovering around a, a million viewers, and they're both selling about six six hundred thousand viewers. So, so you know, something's not working for either of those shows. Not yeah. saying one one or the other is doing better, um, which is which is pretty crazy with uh, where we are with society right now. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens. AEW seems to be holding on. We'll see how many buys they get for the pay per view next weekend. Uh, let's go outside of the squared circle. This is brought to you in part by our friends at Homage, who uh, I just did a unboxing video on our. Uh, our Twitter account at Chick Foley Show uh, has a, a, a thousand views already. Not a big, no big deal. Uh, no but big use, deal. Yeah, no, no big deal. Big just, just, just pushing the uh, brand. Just, just, you yeah. know, just making, making money, helping sponsors out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Use, use code Chick for twenty percent off there. I don't think I've ever seen any other website or, or podcast or show get a code from this this uh, this company. They did did do some great shit. Uh, it's H O M A G E uh dot homage. com homage and uh yeah. they, they're sheena's right marco's right these i'm wearing a shirt right now a uh, little seattle Mar- seattle mariner shirt it's super soft love it and uh I, I tweeted out the double x is like a true double x it's not one of those form-fitting abercrombie tight little baby shirts from baby gap uh it, it fits well so um check them out and get that 20 percent off uh, of their anything on their website, uh, they have more than just wrestling. So check check them out. Uh, you talked about it, Sheena, before we started recording. Stone Cold getting uh, chastised on social media for wearing a mask. Went on a beer run, uh, wearing, yeah. wearing an Alabama Crimson Tide mask, and was getting shit from some some pencil neck geek. Oh my God! Yeah, they, somebody was um, accusing him of being a communist, and of course. Stone Cold just told him, he said, shut up, dude. Like, he just replied and was like, shut up, dude. <laughs> As he should. I mean, I was expecting it to get a, you know, STFU, you know, but he, he kept it, he kept it a PG um, and just said, shut up. But I, this whole, I don't know. I, I don't even want to get political on this podcast. We're not going to do it. But if people are wearing masks, like, you should just, like, and you don't want to wear a mask, cool. Just mind your own effing business you know what i mean and keep on going about your day like it literally has zero impact on your life right and the fact that you would step up to stone cold in his comment section when i know good gosh damn well if you saw stone cold in a grocery store buying some beer wearing a mask you would not say that to his face hell no um no no. you know what i mean so it is so ridiculous that somebody (laughs) just like was trying to rip him apart for for wearing a mask and i'm proud i'm proud of stone cold because i i'm a mask wearer i think that you know we should do our part and you know if that's what the experts are telling us to do it's what i'm gonna freaking do it's the least i can freaking do well we have to i mean do you guys not have to wear yeah. masks where you are we, oh, have no, we to. It's, yeah. it's not required yet um oh, i know wow. in, in, oh, in no my fair. home yeah in kentucky I'm pretty sure starting like next week or something, it's going to be like a requirement um, to go into stores and stuff like that. It's not a requirement here in Virginia yet, but I mean, there, there's, you know, cases on the rise in, in little hot spots here in Virginia. So who knows, you know, we're, we're going into phase one on Friday. So, at, you know, as you're listening to this, uh, Virginia will be going into phase one. So we'll see, we'll see how everything plays out as we start to kind of like open this thing back up. But I know, I know. I'm wearing a damn mask. I don't care what y'all are doing. Do you do you? I'm not gonna criticize you. I, I might shoot you some judgy eyes, and I might not walk by you, but um, wear a damn mask. Yeah, we uh, yeah, hair wear. We have to wear a mask. It's a uh, Massachusetts. It's 
yeah. $300 fine. And a really? lot of the stores and yeah, a lot of the stores around in our area have like signs that masks are required before entering. Yeah. You um, can't go anywhere. The other part of that here. too, is if you look at like, like you said, again, not to get political. Um, if you look at the top, like in the country, it, it goes New York, obviously mm-hmm. New Jersey, Massachusetts, we're third. Yeah. And the highest number of uh, COVID mm-hmm. outbreaks. So we're, we're, Top five, so we have to we have right. to do that stuff. So congrats, we have to wear masks. Congrats, top five. Yeah, thank, thank you, yeah. thank you. We're Congrats. trying to stay up in the, uh, you know, Tom Brady left, but we got to yeah, stay number one. That's right. In something. So AEW we're, we're doing our best. <laughs> uh, uh, Undertaker was at UFC 21 to pick a fight with Brock Lesnar. Did this come out in the uh, the Last Ride documentary? No, it did not. Actually, oh, so, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Was, uh, go ahead, Marco. Yeah. So um, Ariel Hawani. Um, He's a he does interviews for he he was he was like a freelance guy but now he's like signed. Um, yeah, yes, back yeah. back in the day, like ten years ago when this happened, he was just yeah. like he was like a he was like a no name you know like reporter like you said freelance guy. Yeah, yeah. So they like so they're at UFC one twenty one where Brock Lesnar faced Cain Velasquez the first time. And I know that's what's two, two WWE veterans. Yeah. yeah, two veterans just going at it in the UFC yeah. back in the day. Um, but Undertaker was there. Um, in attendance, I remember seeing this because I remember watching it with my friends, and I remember I've, I was the only wrestling fan out of my friends <laughs> out of, at the time. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, holy shit, Undertaker's there, that's sick. Um, and then I remember him. I remember Brock walking back, like yeah. not even walking like down the aisle. He walked through the crowd, uh-huh. like which was kind of weird. Like he walked a different way, which I thought was kind of rather odd. But then like Undertaker proceeded to say, "You ready to do this? Like, um, like basically, you want to fight?" Type of thing. Mind you, after Brock was a Got the living shit kicked out of him by King right. Velasquez. So like, that's the last thing you want is some is Undertaker going, "Hey, you want to fight?" After I just got my ass kicked, that's something I know I don't want to hear. But uh, Undertaker came on and revealed like he didn't he he was sent there to do that. He wasn't like yeah yeah he was it, he revealed it. He was like I was sent there. He was like, but I didn't know that no one else knew. I was He's sent like, there. I didn't know that Dana White was <laughs> Dana White wasn't in on this. You know yeah. what I mean? He said, he said, they sent me there to pick a fight. And then, you know, I picked a fight and everybody was just kind of like, whoa, like, what the <laughs> hell is happening? You know? Yeah. It was all a work, which was really hilarious. Uh, but cool. I think it's so cool that Undertaker has like taken down all the walls. I mean, no, no, no play on words intended, but yeah, all the walls are getting taken down. And I just, I'm, I'm here for it. I love it. I think this is, as as fans, this is what we we want and what we deserve, and I'm stoked for the last ride and all the interviews and stuff that Taker's doing. Oh, bless you, bless you, future oh, women's champion Stella. I know. A little sneezy. Stella, Stella's making yeah, she's making her her podcast appearance for the night. Uh, got a little sneeze sneezel poo. Uh, so before we get into it, uh, get outside of the squared circle here. We have some names announced for the casino ladder match. Uh, at Double or Nothing, uh, this is going to be for a future AEW world title match. This is way different than the Money in the Bank that gets you a future WWE title <laughs> match. Not, totally different. Yeah, not really, because it's a casino ladder match. It's a, and a casino. You, would you like me to read you the rules? Sure. Yes, please. Okay, so so the casino ladder match, well, it actually is a little bit different. Okay, so it's, it's basically like the Royal Rumble and... Uh, the Money in the Bank ladder match had a baby like Seth Rollins and Becky, okay? So two entrants will start the bout with another entering every 90 seconds. The winner is decided when one wrestler takes the casino chip, earning himself a future AEW World Championship match. The chip can be grabbed at any time, so it's possible that a winner can be decided before 
all nine entrants get involved in the match. And we have, um, I think we have Darby Allen, Colt Cabana, I think Orange Cassidy, and who else? Ray Phoenix, Ray Phoenix Scorpio Ray Sky. Phoenix and Scorpio Sky. Okay, yeah, so that's that's who is announced so far. So, yeah, it's going to be a timed thing. Every 90 seconds, a new entrant is going to come. And I'm wondering if this, um, is this casino chip going to be on a pole? Is it going to be, like, above the ring? Like, well, floating above the ring? it's a ladder like match, it must be pretty high up, right? That's what I was thinking. Where I mean, is it going to be? But, yeah, it has to be somewhere. Do you not remember the coal miner's glove on a pole match? I mean, literally, like, uh, that, that thing was, like, 20, 20 feet in the air. <laughs> It was like the highest, <laughs> the highest um, thing I've ever seen. It was you, pretty, pretty incredible. Do you remember the uh, the battle royal match that they had at the first? I think it must have been the first double or nothing because it was like the rules were just so. There was, I guess it was a yes. battle. I guess it was kind of like a royal rumble, but like people came down in like groups of five. It was just yes, oh God. yes, <laughs> so shitty. And it was so like convoluted. It was just kind of like you know, I don't know. Like they the when they were reading the rules, you're like, what? What is happening here? Why are these guys just coming down? Like nobody got entrances. Like five jabrones just like came walking down the aisle together. So, yeah. Anyway, seems like they're getting things ironed out with this with this chip chip on a pole match. Yep, chip on a pole. Frito Lay's chip on a pole. Uh, Tostitos bowl chips. Um, yeah, on a pole. Casino battle Casino. royal ladders. Yeah. Uh, so let, let's get into our next, our next segment. This is our go figure segment. Oh yeah, it's, it's your favorite segment. It's my favorite segment. It's our go figure segment. We tell you about what things we purchased over the last week: wrestling figures, wrestling memorabilia, and all that good stuff. This is sponsored by our good friends at Ringside Collectibles. You can go there at WrestlingFigures.com and uh, use our code Chick Foley for 10% off. And uh, we would appreciate that. It's the best place on the internet to get wrestling figures. And uh, right now with quarantine, uh, Walmarts and Targets don't have anything. So you're not really missing anything by going out fig hunting. Just stay home on the couch. Uh, pop open a high noon and uh, pull up RingsideCollectibles.com. Uh, they have a bunch of cool stuff on there for some pre-orders and, and all kinds of stuff. So uh, check it out. Um, I have a couple of big purchases, some big boy purchases, and uh, I want to get to those. But uh, let me, uh, I'll, I'll do ladies first here. I'm a gentleman. So this week uh, we're doing weekly purchases. Yeah, that's what that's what we're doing. Sorry, I got the women's champion in my uh, my lap. I'm making sure she's yes we she's are. settled. Yes we are. Oh word. Okay, so cool, cool. So um, I got myself uh, the Halloween Havoc Ultimate Warrior chalk line jacket that uh, that dropped. It was so freaking mage. Uh, I also got the Brett and Sean WrestleMania rivalry jacket Ooh. from Chalkline. Yeah, pretty pretty sick. I was holding off on that one, and then I was just like, screw it, man. Like let, let's just let's just do this damn thing. And so I got the Brett and Sean rivalry jacket today. I got uh, Seth some of the Fiend shorts. The Fiend shorts dropped today. They're so sick. If you haven't seen the Chalkline Fiend shorts, they have the Bray face on one side. I think I want to say I don't want to. Uh, credit the wrong artist but i think migs media at migs media drew drew the the fiend drawing i'll look it up real quick but yeah those shorts are pretty awesome and then we got some hbk blue shorts that are coming out if you if you didn't know uh the heel husband as much as we love Bret Hart, he has every single pair of uh chalk line wow. hbk shorts i know 
I'm like, I'm like, man, you're really repping the heartbreak kid uh, for you know as, as big of a Brett Mark as you are. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they make some cool stuff for sure. And you got the uh, Roots of Fight stuff I saw too on your Instagram. Oh stories. my God! See, Phil, Come you on, keep me on she? track. Here. You keep oh, me on she? track here. Oh my God! So yeah, so I got some Roots of Fight. Um, this is my first purchase from them. I've, I've followed them for a long time, and I've been eyeballing their stuff. And I missed out on some things. Now that I'm looking back, I'm like, why didn't I just grab? Like they've had Bret Hart since the since the beginning. Like you know, now they they've introduced a lot more. Um, fighters and things like that to their line but yeah they've had bret hart since day one and uh i got a hitman white sweatshirt it guys it feels like it's the softest thing i you know you guys know i pop for for soft clothing like i love comfortable t-shirts and sweatshirts and all of that um and i wouldn't i wouldn't lie to you guys like i, I only promote the shit that, that that's good stuff right um this thing feels like, like I said, I, you just like step into a cloud and it's like the quality is top notch. The t-shirts are like a lightweight material. They're beautiful. The quality is on point. Um, I mean, they have everybody. I mean, Ray Mysterio, Mike Tyson, Bret Hart. I mean, and it's not your average like Mark gear. It looks really, really nice. Uh, so check out Roots of Fight if you're looking for. So there's a lot of stuff on sale right now. Um, and then I got two shirts from Homage. Uh, I got a Undertaker and Paul Bearer shirt and then a uh ultimate warrior shirt so yeah oh, grab nice. those again super soft so use, i gotta use go the code with... check on that well duh of course okay. i did Whew. yeah nice oh and i got some retros i haven't gotten them um i haven't uh, technically paid for them yet but i have some retros coming from from phil i got the new day coming from phil yep. i got seamus and jeff hardy on the way uh we have if you haven't been following along we're scratching that figure itch with uh the heel husband wants to start a hasbro collection it's something he's wanted to do for a while but i think now being on the ship he's had a lot of time to think <laughs> and really <laughs> and do, do some deep thinking yeah. about life and he's like you know what no no time like the present to go ahead and start that hasbro collection we're going to be doing uh lucy's and we're going to be doing retros. Um, I don't know if we're going to do the full line of retros. I think like if we have, you Sheena, know, come on. Sheena. Yeah. Come on. I know. Well, who am I kidding? What am yes. I, what am I talking about yeah. here? Uh, you have, to, I mean, once you, once you dive in, you got to, yeah, you and Mark, Marco's got some too. You guys are both, uh, uh, purchasing we're, we're some joining my... the dark side. Yeah, yeah. You, you, Mark, you and Mike Lanham have really done some serious rubbing off on us. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Marco, what else, uh, what else you got for us? Um, so I, as, as you said, uh, go with the, uh, retros. Uh, I got some coming from, from the one, uh, Phil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be awesome. Um, grab one on my own. It was a, uh, the ultimate warrior retro. Um, that was, see, so all the warrior figures are like really expensive, but that one was actually not too bad. It was a good, good price on that one. Um, other than that, I, thought, I like, thought that one was in that lot you got from Phil. No, I actually, so I have it, but I guess prior, he's already bought it. Yeah. Yeah, I already got I had one a week prior. Oh, okay. The gotcha. following gotcha. was the the sale and all that stuff. So jumped gotcha. on that. So I didn't need that one. Um, but uh, could have an extra one. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, <laughs> no, we'll, we'll stick with the one I just have. Um, other than that, uh, been just shopping, trying to find like other like warrior stuff because since in quarantine, just like shopping for my trying to figure out the uh, warrior collection i got going on and see what i need and what i don't need i found some stuff on ebay that i've been looking at that i have on the uh, watch list um but the main thing the hugest thing the biggest thing that i got 
huge. No, super excited for huge, really huge, huge, huge. Without the H, just huge, U G E. Um, (laughs) The uh, the new Ultimate Warrior chalkline jacket, the one fashioned after his duster when he was going against the NWO when he was the O W Nation. And that was sent to me by um, by Sheena. Um, yeah. So that was yeah. a great gift. I oh, uh, actually cool. opened nice. it up today. And it, it is in person. It is probably like one of the greatest jackets ever. It's insanely yeah. it's detailed. Listen, Marco does so much for our show. Oh, like, oh, I just, so. I cannot appreciate him more. I mean, with everything that's going on in my life right now, like, you know, Seth being gone and being here with the kids and sometimes not being able to jump on the show and not being able to do the format and stuff like Marco just like stepped up and was like, oh, no, I got this. And like, that's like, that's like just scratching the surface. Like he keeps Phil and I organized like he's like our our <laughs> manager, like our business manager. He For keeps sure. us, Yeah. He, he like does all the things, you know, and, uh, I just, I cannot thank him enough. And I knew he would love, I knew he would love that jacket. And I got to give Marco a nice gift and support our friends over at Chalkline. So it was a total win, win. Man, I hope, uh, the, the children of the, the Chalkline owners, uh, when they get their college tuition all paid for by, <laughs> by YouTube motherfuckers, they know, they know, uh, they know where that money came from because you guys are dropping some coin on that website. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, all right. Good stuff. Uh, I made a couple, uh, purchases to, I, I tweeted it. I put it on the Facebook group, two Holy Grail figures in one week. Um, the first one is is super special to me. Uh, I, I of course have the the Macho Man collection. I have, you know, uh, a little bit of everything. I got all the Hasbro's, all the retros. I got a you know a bunch of uh, Mattel leads. I have the, the Masters of the Universe. I got you know probably thirty or so uh, Macho Man. So I was like, I need, I need to get an LJ. I've never had an LJN before. I've been talking to Zoro Mendez for months about it and just haven't pulled the trigger and uh he's the he's the one to go to never had a personal like you've never had never ljn ever never as a kid never i mean i i when when i started like becoming like i remember going over i remember vividly where i was i was at a a friend's house and he had all the hasbros and i was like what the hell is this what is wrestling and that was like right when wrestlemania 8 was about to happen and I just like got balls deep into wrestling from that, and I haven't like let up since. But you let you lay, yeah, you laid the pipe to wrestling. Yeah, laid laid the wood, laid the wood, and and the yeah. pipe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, never never was like uh, into LJNs. Never had them. So like I was like, man, I need to get I need to get this one. And it's like, and that's super expensive. But uh, yeah, you know, just like I just money. I just didn't want to be spending. So our good buddy Alan Day, one of our our Foley family members, uh, knows that I was looking for this, and he's like, oh, dude, I just bought a lot of LJNs, and I'm gonna I'm gonna send you this Macho Man. Just pay for the shipping. I'm actually gonna and he and he even like painted i'm gonna i'm gonna post a picture on social media tomorrow he painted it he like touched it up it looks like it's like fresh out of the box like ljn macho man and i was like blown away by it and like i was like it cost me 10 bucks so so uh, is this the first is this the first ljn that you've ever had your hands on have you ever felt like you ever had Uh, i mean maybe like at like uh one of those like conventions where i like just picked it up for a second but i've never i mean never played with it LJNs are a little bit before our time, you know what I mean? Like I feel like I feel I feel like we're like children of Hasbro's, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like that's yeah. kind of more. Some our, of the other podcasts, our... the older those older people that they like those, but we we were younger, we're in our thirties, yeah. so you know, I mean, never... you know, I can't say. I mean, the heel husband has like 
a metric boatload of LJNs. I mean, he's, you know, he, well, he's, he's a freak one of the of nature, guys. Yeah. yeah, he's a, he's a freak of nature. Um, but yeah, I, I, mean, I definitely think if you asked him straight up, he, he would say, you know, Hasbro's were his primary primary toys uh you know as far as figures are concerned but he does have a lot of ljns um what did you what did you think once you got once you got it in your hand like can you imagine like playing with this object that could literally cause blunt force trauma yeah to, I mean, I can, to the head you i can know? see why they're hard to get because they're probably like you just like want to smash it into things and like it just gets scuffed up so like getting one that's oh, yeah. like in mint condition is probably super tough so uh it is yeah uh, i've been to lots of toy conventions and you see these giant boxes yeah. of like lj uh, ljns that are just like scuff marks beat and, all to yeah. hell i mean like the paint is missing everywhere but i mean you know you look at those figures too and you think about how much fun like you know it, it's it's a it's a bittersweet moment because you're like holy shit i found this ljn and then at the same time you're like Oh god, it's all scuffed up. But then you think about the poor little the, the kid that had so much fun just like smashing these yeah, figures together, yeah. and, like so throwing the, it in their sandbox and like doing all the things. The one he sent me has like he's like, oh dude, I'm trying to, I'm almost gonna send it out, but I need to let the paint dry because some kid wrote his name like his initials on the bottom of the feet. I was like, dude, do not get rid of that. I love that. Yeah, that is awesome I love that because kind like of stuff. that's yeah. Toy Story shit right there. Like you know, Andy, Andy would do that. You know, so yeah. Um, so that was a that was a big addition, and he also sent me like five or six like uh, Ravens uh, football cards and like little protectors too, as like a uh, like a little gift. So I was like, dude, this Sweet. is awesome. So Alan, thank you so much, man. Uh, really cool. And then uh, just yesterday, I pulled the trigger on the uh, Undertaker Hasbro Series Eight. That's the one with the black cloak. This is from at yeah. Hasbro Fanatic on Instagram. Um, I saw it for a, a pretty a nice price, and I had to pull the trigger. Uh, Mike Landon was in my ear, so now I have one Hasbro left to get the one, two, three kid Hasbro. I'm ready to pay for it. I'm ready to drop drop the money. If anyone knows of one for sale, I don't need it, anyone to send it to me. I just need to f- know where to buy it uh, so I yeah. can get this crossed off my bucket list. Uh, so um, that should be here pretty soon. So that was a that was a nice little pickup. Um, what else? Um, pre-order. Well, did that- I tell you guys last week, real quick, that I got the wrestling figure retrospective that Mike yeah recommended to yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah cool. I, I got that um, it's pretty cool that the so if you're wanting that just so you know it's a WWF Hasbro book on Instagram and the link will be in the bio to actually get the book. But I don't know, like I said, how many of these he has or how many he's going to make in the future. So if you are Hasbro yeah. Marks, since we're talking about it, the book is beautiful. It's like 400 pages of just loaded with goodness, like pictures of the figures, you know, loose mint on card prototype photos. It, co- you know, concept art and all that kind of stuff. Oh, Stella doesn't Stella. like Hasbro. Sorry. She doesn't like Hasbro, um, yeah. yeah. But, um, I would definitely recommend getting that collector's guide if that's something that you're into because it is, it is he put a lot a lot of work into that thing. So yeah, I, I owe that dude an apology. We're gonna get him on the podcast to talk about the book, but uh, he was like, I message him back and forth all the time on Twitter, and he, he would ask me a question or like he would respond to something. I'm like, what is, what is this guy talking about? Like he's like answering a question I didn't even ask him, but like I guess he thought I was you. Like he thought like you were t- like you, oh, that you we posted had, like, about the book the conversation. Yeah. yeah, so like I was like, okay. it's just like there was a disconnect because it was like he was talking to two people at once and thought we were both the same person. So gotcha. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I've been talking to him. I've been talking to him in the DMs. I would like to have him on the show just to, like talk about you know what. How that got started and how it came to be, and kind of, I want to know the process because it took two years for that book to yeah. come out. And I think a lot, I think a lot of people don't know what kind of work goes into 
a project like that whenever you're doing something on Kickstarter and like all the hurdles that you have to overcome and like the things that you're going to run into that you have absolutely no idea, you know, when you're putting this thing together that are going to happen. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk to that guy. All right, those are our pickups from the week, but we did have some pre-orders that were supposed to be coming up on uh, Target's website on Mother's Day on Sunday. It was the Greg the Hammer Valentine, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Sting, and um, the one I'm forgetting because uh, my brain is mush. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 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 Razor Ramon. Rick Root. Uh, nope. Oh, Razor Ramon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. 50-50. 50-50. Um, 50-50 chance I was going to get that right. They, of course, Target fucked up or something, so they weren't on pre-order or until the next day on Monday, and then we did not right. get a Sting figure. It now sounds like Sting has been removed from the WWE Elite Legends line. Uh, due yeah. to uh, circumstances outside of Mattel's control, I don't know if Sting is on bad terms with WWE or you know it didn't resign a uh, Legends deal or what. But now the the Legends lineup looks a little bit weak without uh, a fourth member there. And um, I'm wondering, like people were, were buying these things up. I know a lot of the people in our group were buying multiple ones to get the Greg the Hammer Valentine Chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're going to be like limited, whatever. But I, I don't know what they're going to do. So, so they haven't started production on these yet. They're not, but it's also too late in the process to add a fourth uh, figure to the collection. So, uh, are they going to do less figures in the box, or are they going to, you know? I think no. Usually they just overpack. You know what I mean? Like when the, when that happened with Hogan, I cannot remember who who Tito the Tito Hogan Tito Santana. Tito, yes. Yeah. Yes, freaking Tito. They're just gonna they're just gonna overpack somebody. Um, I don't know who it's gonna be. I may probably Razor Ramon. That Razor Ramon will probably be a peg warmer, um, yeah. you know, for the next five years because they're gonna overpack it on this Legends line. Yeah. So uh, we will see. Those should hit stores. Uh, I don't know, but I know the the second wave is gonna hit stores in the fall. The Legends line. So they said we, ha- we should have two lines uh, of the Legends, two series of the Legends this year. Uh, in stores so this one i would assume would be probably june or july uh, but without sting i don't know what what you guys think of this i don't know if we've gotten our last sting figures for a while uh, the last one we got was the masters of the universe figure which is not you know yeah groundbreaking or anything but uh, was a pretty cool fig but um hopefully they re- they reach uh, an agreement with him because i'd love to see more sting stuff come down the pike um yeah yeah it's uh it's 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 crazy because they didn't announce like they didn't announce it but I wonder how long they knew because there is that that graphic that just has Bobby Heenan, Razor and um Greg Valentine on it, you know, without Sting. Yeah, we should have known so, something was up at that point. Yeah, we should yeah, when we saw that graphic we should have been we should have been questioning what the hell uh what the hell was going on, but I mean we have some we have some really dope Sting figures. Yeah, it would have been awesome to get that Crow Sting, but I mean if you have the defining moments, you basically have that figure yeah, anyway, that, you know. But I know, I know a lot of people don't have that defining moments, and they were looking forward to actually adding this to their collection for that reason. So, yeah, that does suck. Uh, I would some some people I forget who on Twitter brought this up that I think a lot of these figures Sheena are going to now be available on Target's website, especially with the quarantine, the the coronavirus situation. Uh, they're going to put these up for and try to sell them before they hit stores because they're so hard to get out and people can't get to stores. So definitely mm-hmm. recommend signing up for that Target um, 
they have so many different target cards. It's like the target uh, circle or something or whatever. Yeah. Whatever their credit card, they have a debit card and a credit card. So you don't have to actually get the credit card. You can get the debit card. It'll come right out of your checking. But I think you get 5% off anything you buy with it and you get free shipping. So. And um, yeah, and you get um, on other stuff other than figure. I mean, you get it on figures, but I mean, most people aren't going to be returning figures. But you also get a ninety day instead of a thirty day return policy. You get a oh, ninety day return policy. So yeah, pretty pretty rad. Yeah, I so, love my uh, Target red card. Save a little bit of money with that uh, if you're going to be buying. I mean, of course, that's you know there in Walmart is where you're going to be buying figs for the foreseeable future, unless Toys R Us comes back. So. Um, Elite 76 has started shipping this week and next week. So I think uh, someone on Twitter, and I'm going to pull it up here while we're talk while I'm talking slowly to uh, extend this. Um, my- <laughs> stalling, stalling, <laughs> uh, stalling. At, at Michael Grid, <laughs> at Michael Grid uh, said he got an email last night about heavy machinery shipping from Ringside. So uh, those should be out. I would say in the next, you know, depending on he maybe he was one of the first people to pre-order. I don't know, but. Uh, I would say in the next week or two, those should start shipping out, which has been, you know, I feel like it's been three months since uh, an Elite line shipped out from ringside. I mean, Elite fi- yeah. 75 was what? That was... was it's that, been a while. Was that the it, Natty it, series? Yeah, because it was Anvil, right? Oh, my gosh. Anvil, Natty, and um, That's a long that, time whole, that whole crew. Yeah. yeah, Pete Dunn, Mandy Rose, yeah. Pete, yes, Pete Dunn, Mandy Rose, yeah. Hurricane. So, was Hurricane yeah. in seventy five? Uh, he was, yeah, he was, yeah, with Jeff Hardy, okay. Kalisto, and Seth Rollins, yeah. So, yeah, it's been a, it's been a while, been a minute, but uh, sounds yeah. like we got things back up to normal as far as ringside is going. And they also have the Ghostbusters figures, Marco. I know you were a big fan of those. Those have started shipping from ringside. So if you missed them at Walmart, you can get them now at ringsidecollectibles.com. and you can get ten percent off with code Chick Foley. So. Do, sure can. Do, do that up. Do that thing. Um, other than that, we talked about uh, Sting being removed. Um, uh, I think there was some news. Uh, our buddy Action Figure Attack from Mattel had like kind of a Q&A on his Instagram story and was just kind of kind of the same old, same old, just some, some answering some questions from some people about the – Jake the Snake Roberts about the Drake Maverick figure and was basically saying you know those are all you know good to go um, they're st- they're still on so that's that's right. that's good to know um, mm-hmm. as far as we know those are still going to happen um, so yeah he's a good follow on Instagram and Twitter and stuff because he that'll be cool we'll get a, we'll get our AEW Jake figure and we'll get our you know WW WWF. Yep, Jake figure. He said the uh, decade of domination line is just going to have two waves. It'll have ten figures celebrating the ten years of Mattel having the line. So the first line is already available for pre-order on Walmart. The second line, I would assume, is coming pretty soon. And um, he said the Hogan, the Hollywood Hogan, that's a good Baltimore accent, Hollywood Hogan. Mm -hmm. Hoyn, uh, <laughs> Ultimate Edition, should be uh, available in time for the holidays. So Ringside should have him available in time for the holidays. I don't know if it's, if that means he's going to be available for oh purchase or it's going to ship by then. But that means... Can we can we not talk about the holidays right now? Dude, I'm it's right around like, the corner. It's right around the corner. It's earlier and earlier every year. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, But that means we have, the, we have the Cena and the Becky Lynch that should be coming out soon. And then the Rock Charlotte for for Hogan. So that means we have three lines of Ultimate Editions coming out between now 
and the end of the year, uh, that Hollywood Hogan is going to be uh, hard hard to get. So I would definitely pre-order that bad boy from Ringside because um, for sure it's gonna it's gonna be dope as hell. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, um, cool. Uh, that is it for our Go Figure segment. Let's get into our quarantine and chill. That is brought to us by uh, Collar and Elbow. You can use code Chick for ten percent off on their awesome website. We had the founder. Uh, Al Snow on a uh, episode of the Chick Foley Lounge. If you're a Patreon subscriber, he did a cool interview with us. As did uh, Conrad Thompson. As did Smart Mark Sterling. As did Stat Guy Greg. Uh, so freaking of, yeah, big so, names have yeah. been there. Yeah, we're just you know we're just changing the game. You know that's that's, that's what we do. That's uh, so we do. quarantine chill. We're going to give you some ideas of what to watch while you're home, especially this weekend. Uh, and Marco, you can start it off with the Undertaker Last Ride episode one. What did you think? Uh, did you guys get to watch it at all? Oh yeah, or? oh yeah. Yeah, it was nope, really good. I it's almost know. like they, they. Oh, Phil, what are you oh, doing? You you did you doing yourself a disservice? I know. Yeah, and buddy. I'm watching this. Yeah, buddy, it's, it's good. It's really good. Yeah, so it's like almost like a it's a five part series, but like it's almost they give you like cliffhangers at the end of the like the first yeah. episode. You're like, oh my god, I have to, see. and they give you like a little preview. Well, if, the, next if, the, episode, if like, oh the Undertaker, God. yeah, if the Undertaker had never came back for the Saudi show, it would have been a one episode, one off series. But now, oh, exactly, it's like yeah. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a five part series. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm super freaking stoked for it. It starts off with like WrestleMania 33 weekend, um, yeah. and the cool thing about it is like you can tell like the Undertaker like how beloved he is in the WWE because they brought out like heavy hitters for this doc in episode one. I mean, we had, um, there was Mick Foley, Ric Flair, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Batista, edge, stone cold, triple H, Kurt Angle, Mark Henry, uh, Scott Hall, all all these people coming out and like, you know what I mean? Talking about the undertaker. And they had like Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, Wyatt, big show, like, don't yeah. forget, uh, don't forget AEW's own Jim Ross and Chris Jericho are on there yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, AEW, AEW's own. So I mean, like these people were all singing the praises of McFoley. Oh, and Vince even made an appearance, which he doesn't do very often. A lot. For these net- He's on there a lot, these, actually. Net for, yeah, these network specials. You know what I mean? So for Vince to like take the time to do this, uh, it, it really shows like how much respect he has for Taker. But one of my favorite moments, and this was just such a small moment, but it just like made me kind of like LOL is when Undertaker is checking into his hotel and this is WrestleMania 33 (laughs) when he fought Roman. And so he's checking in and then Roman comes up like right beside him to like check into his room and Undertaker just looks at him like, like kind of like semi annoyed, but not really. And he's like, dude, you couldn't kayfabe for 10 minutes, you know? And it, and it was just a really, it was just a really funny interaction. And I think the funniest part was that the, the people that were checking in, like the concierge or whatever those people are called, um, they were, they started laughing as if they knew like what kayfabe actually meant, which I'm sure they had no idea. They were just like, ha ha ha, you know, like, <laughs> like Undertaker made it funny. Well, the other, the other cool part about that was this episode two. I'm not sure if they're going to do it on every single episode, but they kind of like, they do like a Quentin Tarantino type of thing. So the beginning of it is WrestleMania 33. Uh, that's the beginning of the episode, but it's it's that comes at the end of the episode. That's how it ends. So it yeah. brings you through like WrestleMania 30 right. and all right. that stuff too, which is Whoa. like you get to hear his thoughts on like what happened with like the Brock Lesnar thing and like mm-hmm. the streak. And it's 
It's it's just, it's really good. It's him ta- him talking about his concussion was pretty eye opening when he yeah. said you know he didn't he didn't remember when he got concussed in the match and yeah. you know the, the his last memory of that day was at like three thirty in the afternoon. The afternoon yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was Jeez. it was so yeah it was so insane and mm-hmm. I, I think one of the that. one of the biggest takeaways is just like that we had, you know, we, we've all known, you know, and I, I've been on the record to say like undertaker, please just go away right off into the sunset. But it really just kind of like brings it back like that undertaker is human, you know, and he is getting older and this is just kind of like his, his like swan song, you know, like it's kind of like his like riding off into the sunset, like doing yeah. this all thing. after 30 years, he's opening, opening the undertaker's book. He's opening the urn if you will. Yeah. And and oh. letting us all letting us all peek inside and uh I'm so here for it. I cannot wait for for the future episodes. Yeah, the other the other cool thing they brought up too is like about the fact that like you would think like he like the first thing he says on the show is like, "You know what?" He's like, "I can I can't work a full schedule. I have to work part time." Yeah. You have, yeah. Happy with that? Like And you like can said, tell he it's can't. hard for him to say that. You can tell it like it, it pains yeah. him. To say that there was one, there was one part where he talks about like five years in a row, he literally just came back to work the for the streak, you know, work WrestleMania, and he said it yeah. it was just like he would work WrestleMania, then he would have surgery to repair whatever he screwed up at WrestleMania, yeah. and then he would rehab, and then he would train to get back in the ring for next WrestleMania, and it was just like a five year period where he was yeah. just doing that like nonstop. I feel like I've seen this. Did they show this? Ap- did they show this they, episode they after a, WrestleMania? They showed like a yeah, clip. Like they, they showed, showed a like preview. Oh, okay, okay. It was like maybe like like ten or fifteen minutes of it, but it was like an yeah. hour more. Okay, yes. okay. It was some like of this stuff you're saying, I was like, I've seen this before. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm excited to really check it good. out. Yeah, a lot of big names on there. Uh, I did see the Dark Side of the Ring Road Warriors. Another last ride. Road Warriors last wow. ride. Uh, that is called the last ride. This was a uh, this was a good episode as well, um, but basically just told me how much of a badass the Road Warriors were and just like kicking the shit oh, out of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's the drug problems that uh, that they had that uh, Hawk had uh, through his career. And uh, the final episode is next week, guys. It's going to be Owen Hart. That's going to be. A tearjerker. Oh. I suggest that the three of us jump onto Facebook Live and our Facebook group afterwards. We can yeah. kind of do an instant reaction because it's going to be, uh, you know, it's something that we know all the details about, or we think we do. Maybe we'll get some new info mm-hmm. from. I think Martha Hart is going to be on there. Um, oh, yeah, really? They, yeah, I think yeah, so. They actually, have, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, wow. They know she is. They must have rolled the they must have rolled the Brinks truck up to her up to her back door because. Well, you, You'd be surprised how like if you listen to like the uh, the the show that Conrad does the uh, the dark side like, basically Which he one? interviews those guys right so yeah, yeah he he so he doesn't he does a podcast with those guys the guys that do the it's show on the Jim Ross uh, Grill and Jim Ross like t- feed the feed for his podcast with Jim Ross but yeah every so week. There, yeah. yeah yeah Jim yeah. Ross isn't on it at all but uh they you'd be surprised like what they do to get the people they just like don't pay nothing at all for the most part they just like have really good contacts or they just, just get them, yeah. a really good rapport and they do it. Uh, they don't get a lot of people. Obviously a lot of people don't like to show up and like talk about stuff, but like there's right. some people that they can't get and some people that they can't get. And she was one of the people, I think she just wanted to tell a story. They're not affiliated with WWE. So that was probably a plus. Oh, that her. was the biggest plus um, for her. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, they like, were like, screw you WWE. Like 
Yeah. Yeah. You could tell. They've, like, probably been, they've been clamoring for Martha's, you know, story and approval for years. And then all of a sudden, like these guys come in and she's like, screw you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to think like if she wanted to do stuff for money, she'd give WWE full reign on Owen Hart. Oh, yeah. Like, exactly. so, like, you could tell she doesn't care about money. A. And like I said, they're not affiliated with WWE, so that's even like a double plus for her. So like, and any way for her to tell the story without any interference from any outside, I could see that definitely happening. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to this episode for sure. Uh, back to the Road yeah. Warriors. It was, it was a good episode. Mark, did you watch it, Sheena? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I thought I thought it was yeah. I thought it was really good. I the one thing that I thought was so ironic though is that they they talked about. Um, oh, let me get the Future Women's Champion settled. The one thing I thought was funny is that they talked about SummerSlam '92 and they talked about how Hawk was just like so effed up that he like legitimately like this was at Wembley, right? They, yeah. They they legitimately couldn't like do the match that they had had intended, and that is the exact same match that Brett fought Bulldog and Bulldog was so effed up that he, <laughs> that he could not like, he did not remember anything that, that, that they had laid out for the match. And like Brett carried the whole match um, because he had said that like, you know, him and Jim Neidhart had been out like smoking crack all night, you know? And like, I'm like, Oh my God, SummerSlam 92 was like a freaking drug fest, man. Like these, these, <laughs> these guys were like, you know, on the next level. But I thought it was pretty funny that like, it was just kind of like a parallel between uh, the road warriors and, and Brett and bulldog. Yeah, yeah, like how they funny. injected the, uh, the, the Vince McMahon story. It had really nothing to do with it. Um, about him taking the finisher. From oh the road, yeah. Uh, road warriors. And, yeah. uh, at that, the strip club, like that had nothing to do with the story. It was just like, you come back from commercial and that was yeah. a story that it just moved on to the, like the actual. <laughs> yeah. You can like, tell they <laughs> interviewed him about something completely different. He just happened to have that story. Yeah. Right. Right. How the fuck was but Vince yeah, McMahon yeah, I, taking that? Fin- that's a dangerous finisher to take like on like in like a building, like on like not on like a mat or something like you could break anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah, so good, yeah, good it, stuff. It, it pulled pre- it pulled really good ratings. I think uh, obviously the Chris Benoit has been like the top rated um, episode of the entire. I think it's of the entire series. Um, to be I honest, I think the Chris that. Benoit yeah. like had the had the highest ratings. But I think Owen. I will be curious to see what Owen draws next week as compared to to Chris Benoit and see. I, I mean, I think I think it could be their most popular episode ever. Uh, anything Probably. else you guys been watching that? Uh... Um, I have a recommendation for it's it's wrestling related. So okay, um, I know we don't talk about like other wrestling organizations at all, really that much, besides like AEW. But um, so Impact they have an app called Impact Plus, and they're mm-hmm. doing like a thirty day free trial, um, and you can like That's go cool. back to the beginning of the TNA days and watch all that stuff. Oh so, wow! Like, Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle, Booker T. AJ Styles, Ric Flair, mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan, all that stuff. Uh, so I did I did the 30-day trial, and I've been going back and watching like the old like pay-per-views and stuff like that, mainly because um, Eric Bischoff, is, they're starting to do that stuff on his podcast. They're starting to talk about the TNA pay-per-views and stuff like that. And like, I was like, huh. I was like, maybe... I was like, maybe I can go on YouTube and find something. And then I was just like searching around. It was like, they're doing a 30-day free trial. I was like, I'll do that for 30 days if I watch what I need to yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, because I mean they were they were stacked back in the day. I mean they had Angle and Nash and all those guys. Yeah, it's uh pretty pretty cool stuff. Um, I my wife and me watched uh, Dead to Me, Sheena, which uh, 
Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched a little bit of the first season and I didn't get to finish it because, you know, just life. But yeah. um, how did, what'd you think? Uh, we watched the first, the second season in like uh, two days and she was uh, a Mother's Day. I just took the kid and uh, just left the house and just let her kind of chill and hang out and lay in bed and she watched like the last four episodes without me so uh i was oh, wow and i okay. wasn't i mean i wasn't too sad about it because it's not it's not like a show yeah. that i'm like i watched it with her but it's not like it's not I'm like the like, sopranos yeah, yeah. Uh, um well there's a new special i haven't gotten to watch it yet but uh there's a new uh seth rollins special on the network it's a compilation of seth rollins best ever matches so uh, oh, nice. i'm looking forward to like yeah to checking that out this weekend and i don't know i know they had advertised uh wwe 24 with becky lynch but i don't think it's out yet or i haven't seen it when i like log into the network or maybe i'm just missing it but um if that's on there i'd really be interested to watch that too i'm probably trying to add to it at the last minute with yeah i know i do want to say this is not tv related but uh one of my favorite video games of all time tony Hawk Pro Skater is coming oh, wow. back. Yeah, they're they're redoing number one and two in one game, and in September it's dropping on PlayStation. I, I don't know if it's just PlayStation or, or maybe Xbox too, but um, I'm gonna be buying that the first day it comes out. That was one of my f- games I would just play like with buddies, oh, buddies getting drunk game. like hours and hours and hours and hours, and uh, I still remember the soundtrack, everything about it. It was you know great. So. I'm excited about that. Uh, Marco, what have you been watching? Um, nothing much. Uh, Dead to Me. My wife got me into that. Okay. So, right. um, yep. Y'all I, I didn't watch... me up watching Dead to Me. Well, I didn't watch the first season. She, I was like, she was like, oh, do you want to watch the second season of Dead to Me? And I was like, I didn't see the first season. She was like, oh, they have that three-minute recap. I was like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just That's watched a three-minute recap, and I <laughs> I got the whole story. Uh, but, yeah, that, I like it. It's I love the uh, the actresses that are on the the show as well. I like the storyline; it's pretty, pretty uh, new. That's kind of a it's a, it's a weird storyline, but uh, I'm intrigued by it. So I've been watching that. Um, other than that, nothing too crazy. Just my usual, just trying to find crazy movies on Netflix uh, to watch some crazy like horror movie or crazy like action movie. And there's there's tons of them. If you guys don't know that, just search. Go into like the one of those genres. Um, get away from that main menu and just go into like an actual like horror genre. And there's some like crazy movies out there that you would never thought existed. Oh, yeah. uh, same thing with action movies. You just scroll for hours, just reading the descriptions. <laughs> you're like, oh my god, I want to watch this. Oh my god, I want to watch this. Um, oh, I miss I miss being able to watch movies. It's much easier when Seth is here and we can like tag team. You yeah. know, the, be- the the bedtime routine and then um, you know like watch watch something. We have like you know our chill time wind down time after you know it was just brett whenever he was here before but now we have now we have two we're like a man-on-man office we used to run the zone on our kid but now it's like you know we're running a man defense (laughs) we were trying to uh for the first time just let my son play like and and let us actually watch tv which Mm -hmm. worked for like a couple minutes because he was into something and we tried to watch dead dead to me and it was just like christina applegate was just saying the f word like yeah. every every two uh, seconds like, like we can't yeah. watch this this is this is their favorite word this is not gonna yeah. work you know um as much as i love that word um but uh you know he was uh he was like, You're like he's definitely he's definitely gonna pick this up it's not like it's yeah. not like a random one-off f-bomb yeah he's definitely he's definitely gonna pick this up 
Uh, did I tell you what I did for my wife on on Mother's Day? I, I know I texted you guys about it, but I, I yeah, left. I think you told us on the show you were gonna go and do like a food run, right? And do like the five her her top five favorite uh, food items. Yeah, how'd so that I, go? No, pretty good. I mean, we we devoured it, and I I was the benefactor of some of it. I uh, got her a pizza, some some of her favorite tacos, uh, some spring rolls. And I uh, totally forget the fourth thing. Uh, oh, uh, Five Guys Cheeseburger. So, uh, you know, we uh. we had it for like two meals, like all that stuff. And then we went over to my parents' house and like did like an outside like uh, social distancing type of barbecue uh, afterwards. Uh, yeah, we didn't really eat too much while we were there because we'd already eaten so yeah. much. But uh, it was cool to see uh, some family and, uh, and and stuff. So, yeah, I'm... Uh, I'm ready for uh, life to get back to normal. You know, I'm just like, you know, I don't want to get into into the weeds on everything, but I just feel like, you know, it's like we, we've we've done this this far as far as like quarantining. It's like, you know, like how how much longer can we do this for? Like, are we going to do mean, this until there's a, a cure or something? Like, I don't know, dude. It, it's it's crazy. It's cra- it's a crazy world out there. We're we're in uncharted territories, and you know, you got people that are taking it very seriously people that are not taking it seriously at all and crying conspiracy and then you get the people that are somewhere somewhere in the middle you know and it's 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 tough man it's it's a it's a, it's really tough to know what life's going to look like going forward but all we can do is just take it day to day keep a positive mindset and you know just don't be don't be a cynical asshole about everything yeah. i think there's a lot of people a lot of people out there that are just like just turds you know <laughs> just <Yeah>. like turds <laughs> Turds to society, and I'm just I'm just tired of hearing from those folks. A lot of doctors on Facebook. I didn't know. Oh, they were doctors. totally. Yes, I, 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 I had no idea how many of my uh, high school friends went on to get their degree in epidemiology and like immuno- <laughs> immunology and all those things. I, I'm I'm like shook. I'm like shook. Butler County High School was like pumping them out. <laughs> you didn't know. You didn't know if uh, Facebook was a university. FBU, Facebook yeah, University. That's where you get your. Degree. So that's uh, that's what we've been watching this week. Uh, we encourage you to let us know what you've been watching for quarantine and chill, and uh, we appreciate it. Let's get into our random merch of the week, uh, Marco. This is a, a find of yours, huh? This is a game I remember fondly from my uh, my PlayStation One days. Yeah, the funny thing is, I totally forgot about this game because I remember the uh, the it's the WWF in your house video game by Acclaim, but I remember the the arcade game that they had, which was a different one. Oh, that's what um, I'm so thinking this, of with Doink yeah, see, when you that, could like hit people with like a mallet and shit. And yeah, see, this is a total. This is a it's kind of in the same vein, um, but it was it's in your, I think it's the same game, but they just put in your house over it and then. They really says the arcade game, but it looks a little bit more cartoony for some reason. I put the um the link to the the trailer, the actual yeah. commercial of the game. Um, but yeah, same idea. Ultimate Warriors in it. I don't remember him being in the arcade game. Do you remember him being in that? No, I don't think I don't, he was. No. Yeah, so he's in this game. Uh, Vader, Undertaker, uh, Shawn Michaels, and I forget who else. But same idea. They have like powers and stuff like that. So like Undertaker's throwing like green goop or or ghosts or whatever it is and like vader's in it just destroying people like it is it's, it's pretty cool um i literally totally because i was like oh let me go on ebay or go on youtube and see if there's like an in your house like weird like thing so i went on and i was like holy crap and it was on like it was on genesis the 32-bit one 
Uh, it was on Sega Saturn oh, as yeah. well. Yeah, I see that. Um, yeah, there's one on here for yeah. PlayStation for one hundred ninety nine dollars. PlayStation Green Dreamcast yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a port over and stuff like that. So yeah. So definitely, it's like fifteen bucks on eBay if anyone wants to buy it, or maybe bad. even cheaper. That's why I seen it. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, pretty cool. I thought I, I thought I'd keep it uh in your house themed. Yeah, um, love it. Yeah, how about the uh, our retro wrestling recommendation of the week, sponsored in part by Pro Wrestling Tees. We didn't talk about this at the beginning of the show. We have a bunch of shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Chick Foley Show. Uh, go there and check that and out. And we have stuff. an in-your-house design, by the way. Oh, true. Yeah, exactly. People, yeah, people were going to start buying that's that. That's why bad I boy. picked it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so get uh, it. It looks, it looks beautiful in sky blue and black. I have both, and they are mage. Very nice. Okay. Uh, this is in your house, May fourteenth, nineteen ninety-five. The yeah, so, premiere that was yesterday. Yeah, so it's twenty-five years. Um, God, that, Marco, stop making yeah. me feel ancient. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I actually started watching it uh, earlier before we started the show, and like I was telling Gina, I was watching Bret Hart just to lay waste to uh, Hakushi, which is pretty cool. Uh, the main event is uh, Diesel and Sid. Nice. Um, Love both of those guys back in the day. Probably Sid more. I was a I was a Sid Mark, as they like to say. That's my name for us Sid fans out there. Instead of Skid Mark, it's Sid Mark. Oh, um, I see what you. I see what you, you like that. There. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So it's the first. If you want to get an idea, you youngins out there, if you've never seen it in your house pay per view, uh, definitely watch this one. This was the first. They actually gave away a house as well. Um, you get to see who Todd Pettengill is if you've seen his name float around on Twitter. I think he was trending actually on Twitter when he was on the bump. So um, that's a bit nice. of nostalgia there. So um, it was a decent pay per view. That uh, wasn't obviously the greatest. Um, you do get to see uh, Razor Ramon take on Jeff Jarrett and the roadie, um, <laughs> and a, it was a it was a um, a handicap match because the one two three kid had a neck injury and he's. He was out of commission. He's supposed to be Razor Ramon's partner. Um, so Razor Ramon went in and uh, took care of business by himself. So, um, you know, I, I, I enjoy I love nostalgia and pay-per-views. I loved all the in-your-houses as well. Those are probably my favorite pay-per-views in the 90s. Yeah, they're awesome. Like, yeah, that's so good. It's just a weird, like, it's almost like watching, like, a um, like a house show, but on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Mind games, like... Um... Mankind and Shawn Michaels love, love, love so that, that. Yeah, and then obviously Bad Blood. I mean, I think that's up there and like, you know, definitely the top one or two, like the first ever Hell in a Cell with, uh, you know, Shawn Michaels and yep. Undertaker. So, yeah, good, good shit has gone down at the In Your House pay-per-views. Canadian Stampede. How can I forget oh. Canadian Stampede? Oh, man, the that's first one. Hell in a Cell match too, right? Did you say that? Yeah, that's what yeah. I just said. Yeah, 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 yeah the Undertaker and uh, Shawn Michaels. So, yeah. Really freaking good stuff. So I'm pumped. I'm pumped for them to bring it back. And I'm curious to see what they do with it. I mean, I hope they I hope they do it justice is all I can say. I hope they don't yeah. just like slap slap the name on it and then, you know, then just give us like what we're used to, like the same old NXT takeovers, which are usually great. But yeah. you know what I mean? I, I want it to be something special. Well, you, the good thing is you have a lot of guys that were like young enough where they seen these things happening, so they hopefully True, they have that yeah. input to make it happen. You right, have the yeah. guys that were actually in it running the show. So you have Shawn Michaels, you have you have Triple H, yeah. Um, you have True, the Road Dog right. there. So like, hopefully, right. maybe they'll just get together and you, you just go all out and just make it an actual in your house pay per view, which is which would be that will redeem them for the uh, money in the bank. 
pay-per-view. So, yeah, know, we me me and Marco and Mike have been doing these Monday night retro episodes like going back and watching uh, old 1996 Monday Night Raws, and we've already seen the debut of the Ringmaster, who will become Stone Cold oh, awesome. Steve Austin. We've seen vignettes yeah. for Vader, and later in the year we get the the debut of Mankind. So it's 96 is a pretty cool year because you have like yeah. you're not the Attitude Era yet, but you have a lot of these guys. You know, uh, Triple H is there. He's still Hunter Hearst Helmsley. But you, yeah. you're kind of getting like people like the 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 core of what they're going to be building over the next couple of years is like is there. So it's yeah. Pretty cool. The the fall the fall of '96 to like the the obviously November '97 um, is uh is probably one of my favorite like complete years. Like you know it doesn't have to be like not I'm not talking about like '96 my favorite year '97 but like if you go from like November '96 to November '97 like that's probably one of the best years in in like wrestling it's so it's so damn good so so much good shit check that out on wwe network uh and um that's it for us here if you guys want to find us we didn't talk about this at the beginning but uh, i run the twitter account at chick foley show sheena is on instagram at chick foley and marco is at inglorious gent on uh, all social media platforms if you want to hit us up it's ask at chick uh, we're trying to hit 300 re- five-star reviews by the end of the year on uh, Apple Podcasts. So if you have an iPhone or uh, your coworker or your mom or your dad or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, or somebody has an Apple iPhone, uh, grab it from them and give us a nice five-star review. It definitely helps us out. We're uh, pretty close to 200. We're looking to get to 300 by the end of the year. Uh, yeah. Check out ProWrestlingTees.com. And if uh, you don't buy one of our shirts, that's okay. By uh, one of the other uh, folks that are on there, uh, some independent wrestlers, our buddy Brian Myers and Matt Cardona are up there uh, with some cool new shirts. Uh, next week we'll be here to re uh, preview Double or Nothing. Hopefully we'll have uh, more clarification about the card at that point, and um, <laughs> hopefully we will be you know we will be close to Memorial Day. Memorial Day is a week from this week. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. crazy. I wow. know, man. I cannot wait, man. That's like that's like beer drinking porch porch sitting season, you know? Yeah. I'm yeah. here for it. You have to do social distancing barbecues. Yeah, you're all it's almost <laughs> June, so Sheena, you got like two months two months left. Yeah, maybe. Well hopefully. You never know about the the, the those things get moved up and back all all the time. So you oh, know Jesus. You, yeah, I, I hang on to hope that you know there's light at the end of the tunnel, but you know, um, who knows? But we're in this thing. We're we're, we're in it to win it, aren't we, Stella Bella? We're gonna make it either way. Yeah, you're uh, you've made it this far, so that's all that matters. That's right. Uh, uh, check that's us out, Chick Foley yeah, Show. Yeah. ChickFoleyShow dot com is where you can hit us up and support us. Uh, we have an awesome giveaway once we reach 150 Patreon subscribers, and of course. Uh, Hastel Toy is jumping into uh, the the Facebook group on Saturday evening. I'll have a couple cold beverages, and I'm gonna probably spend some money that I shouldn't be spending. Uh, so send me that money for those retros, so I can uh, then give that money to uh, to Hastel Toy. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. We appreciate the support. Uh, we will be back here next week uh, for Marco and Sheena. Uh, this is Phil Gentile signing off. Stay classy, Marks. We'll talk to you next week.
gonna be funky. How come all the pretty girls like you are taken, baby? I've been looking for someone like you to save me. Life's too easy to be so damn complicated. Take your time and I'll be waiting. Keep me in mind. Somewhere down the road you might get lonely. Keep me in mind. And I pray someday that you will love me only. Think about you some days and the way I would lay wasting day after day with you. Always go our separate ways But no one can love you, baby The way I do Keep me in mind Somewhere down the road You might get lonely Keep me in mind And I pray someday That you will love me only Chick Foley Show is sponsored in part by Homage.com. Founded in 2007, Homage turns back the clock with shout-outs to eclectic moments and personalities in sports, music, and pop culture. From Billie Jean King to Larry Bird, their clothing tells stories of triumph, individualism, and hustle, preserving the old school and creating new legacies. Pay all homage. Use code CHICK for 20% off. Give it all up just to have you for myself. 